You think you know me. Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, a podcast about the art and sport of professional wrestling. I'm your co-host, Thomas Lisi, and as always, joined by Alex Drayton. Alex, what's up? Guys, what's going on? Good morning. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe to Sunset Flip Radio on Instagram and Facebook. Now, before we get into uh, this week's episode, which was the complete opposite of last week because the programming wasn't really that well done, and we'll get into that later, uh, we're going to talk about... um, Now, any time that a wrestler passes away, it's always a a tragic moment and a sad day, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, Now, in this situation, it's a little bit different. It's more... um, It hits the heart of a lot of people, so... If anyone doesn't know uh, Shad Gaspard, he was a uh, tag team wrestler in the mid-2000s, part of Crime Time. And uh, Crime Time, I thought they were a a very good tag team. They were using a lot of backstage vignettes, kind of like the Street Profits of earlier. Um, And they they had these funny promos and these funny vignettes with Mr. uh, Vince McMahon, DX, and... It was always around them making money and scamming people, right? I've seen that one with DX where um, Shawn Michaels tells Triple H, he's like, all right, man, hold on, I got that. I speak jive. I don't know who posted it, where I seen it online, but I cringed a little bit, you know, because everything's so PC now. Yeah. And to see that, that had to be 06, 07, somewhere Yeah, it was about like mid-2000s. And oh my God, I lost it. It was hysterical because I knew the context and, you know, like... Knowing, uh, like Shad Gaspard, where he came from, like his upbringing, mm-hmm. it's a complete opposite of everything that he was kind of working towards, and 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 just to put him in that satirical thug category with the, what they had, they had the uh, the wife beater. Um, that's not PC, but the wife beater, the jeans and the tins on. Yeah, they were. Oh like, my uh, god, that is. I thought JT. G wore like a bulletproof vest or something like that. Yeah, it looked very G unit at the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, it was it was G unit at the time, and it's funny that you bring up how like the way he was portrayed is not how he grew up. Correct. John Cena's the same way. John Cena's from West Newbury, Massachusetts, and my <laughs> brother-in-law Anthony Anthony uh, Pino, who uh, grew up in East Boston, we would watch wrestling together, and he would be like. Dude, West Newberry is like the richest area of Massachusetts, <laughs> and he uh, and he gets portrayed as like this rapper who just uh, oh, the goes doctor the of doctor of economics. economics. But um, if anyone doesn't know the story about Chad Gaspard, he um, he was in the ocean with his family, and uh, a current came and it took him and his son, and he yelled at the lifeguard, "Take my son first. and then he tragically lost his life. Uh, he drowned, but. Um, it's, it's such a shame and so heartbreaking, uh, what happened. And it was, he was in memoriam on, uh, Raw, SmackDown, and actually and NXT, on I think. NXT and on AEW last night, uh, Double or Nothing. They did like a little memoriam. Did they? Yeah, they did. Wow. Um, so, uh, everyone... It, it, it hurt a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers. I know that they had Batista. Batista, anything? No, um, they had like a little memoriam. I saw a picture, and they had Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, On Shelton beach, Benjamin, right? uh, John Morrison was there. 
a bunch of these different wrestlers and there's a GoFundMe page right now uh, to cover the funeral costs and um, expenses for the family after the tragedy that happened and um, I think John Cena donated forty thousand dollars. They're saying, "Wow, yeah, John wow. Cena donated forty thousand dollars, and Tony Khan, uh, the founder of AEW, I think donated like ten thousand dollars too. Wow, to the family. So uh, that just tells you what kind of person that John Cena is. I know he gets a lot of crap uh, in the ring about his style, but he's actually a very good humanitarian. Um, he just he, you know, didn't give the most amount of uh, make a wish." Uh, wishes, I guess you could yeah, say, wishes. to the kids for a reason, but um, we wanted to open the show to talk about that uh, because it is it is a somber moment, and any time that a wrestler passes away, um, 90% of the time it's heart problems and drug overdoses. Right. Uh, what but, you come to think they would die from. Yeah, but this in this situation... Was, this was completely different. This yeah. is just uh, a random act of you know, is God. Yeah. You know, was, and, uh, and he's had other forays with stuff like this. He, he was a hero. He died a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, you know, and he's a father. So yeah. that, that's most important. He, he told, he put his family in, um, before himself. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, that's all you want. You know, you hope that somebody cares about their family that much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he'll always be remembered. His, his son, Definitely has uh, somebody to look up to for sure. Oh yeah, and and Mark Henry was the first one to say, and I think he said it best that when the WWE comes back to normal and you know everything is back, that he is a shoe in for the Warrior Award at the Hall of Fame. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because he stopped that robbery. Yeah. At, uh, th- this was only like maybe five six years ago. Mm-hmm. The gas station robbery. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever he he saved the day. Mm-hmm. He took care of the gas station attendant who was like, you know, kind of shooken up and whatever. Yeah. And he was an actor too. He was like a. a they did. Um, I think he, what I heard was he was like the. You know, when you go to <clears throat> to do video games, they have like they'll, they'll scan people's bodies yeah. to get movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, for God of War, I think he was like the body. Well, he was called a big the body dude. double. Yeah, so. He was like six four. Yeah, six five, like two ninety. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Yeah. He was also Terry Crews's body double in the Adam Sandler movie, I think. I believe that. So um, here at Sunset Flip Radio, we like to send our regards to the family of Chad Gaspard and um, yeah, yeah, rest uh, in peace, big rest in peace, big man. Um, so leading from that. Uh, we talked about last week how wrestling had its best week, in our opinion, since the coronavirus started with Money in the Bank and Raw and NXT and SmackDown, and we're getting debuts and we're getting uh, returns and we're getting uh, Becky Lynch pregnant and we're getting Money in the <laughs> we're, Bank. We're getting Becky Lynch pregnant, yeah. <laughs> no, um, but... This week was just the complete opposite. And we'll start off with Raw, the beginning of Raw, when it was billed this this promo with or, with Randy Orton and Edge. But before we talk about the promo, let's talk about the buildup that the WWE is doing. They're calling it the greatest wrestling match of all time. And they have the what, the, the signage for it. Oh, my it God. So yeah, it takes up the whole screen yeah. when you're watching it. But I feel like they're making... It's a farce, you know? Like, they're making fun of themselves and whatever by doing that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's very weird. 
you you had an A plus week last week mm-hmm. on a whole from Every, everything pay per view to to SmackDown for once everything and then this week was just complete garbage it was horrible it's like dumpster fire <laughs> trash you know what it felt like it was like you watched a great first movie let's say um, I can't use the Terminator because the Terminator two was the best you're talking movie. about movies the first ones that are better than the second one correct dumb that, and that's dumb, what dumb and dumber yeah the, that's what the week felt. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, from it's like apples to oranges. The Sandlot. Somebody I can hit, rattle them off all day. Right, there you go. I can rattle them off Somebody all day. Somebody flicked the switch and they just went completely back in the garbage direction. The hard. And they were making big strides going forward last yeah. week. Yeah, because, well, anytime that you use the word wrestling, I thought it was banned by Vince McMahon, but I guess they gave him the green light on this. You talk about the greatest wrestling match ever, and. I know that even though Backlash is a couple weeks away, it's not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> no. It's not. You talk about the greatest wrestling matches ever. You, you, you talk about Steamboat. You talk about Savage, WrestleMania three. You talk about early Ric Flair with Dusty Rhodes going for an hour. You're talking about uh, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, back-to-back WrestleManias. You're talking about really marquee matches on grand stages and there's no way in God's green earth that on a pay-per-view like Backlash in the middle of June with no fans in attendance that this is going to be the greatest wrestling match ever ever this is this is a huge mistake by WWE in my opinion a part of me feels like something's going to happen I mean because we're trained to think that yeah you know what I mean what's going to happen I don't know, but anything—it's a swerve, bro. Yeah, it's—it just makes no sense to call this the greatest wrestling match ever. So if it's the greatest wrestling match ever, it has to be the main event. Hundred percent. Yeah, it has to be the main event, and so there's no championship match at the end of a pay per view. Again, and it again. Yeah. For the millionth time Mm -hmm. now, because there's no emphasis on the champion anymore. Nope. Um. But you're going to close the show with that. You're going to have to. There's no way that, that Lashley, and we'll get into this in a second, Lashley and, you know and what? Like McIntyre thinking... is going to make event. No way. No, 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 no way. way. It's disrespectful to Drew to say that, though, but but I get it. Oh, I understand, yeah. But, I mean, if you're going to end the show with those two, that's fine because that's really like the only feud that you have going mm-hmm. that... It could have really just ended at it's WrestleMania. Been going, it's been going since Royal Rumble. That's true. January. It could have ended, but they probably brought him back and rushed stuff now because of everything going on. Really low ratings. Oh, yeah. Um, across the board for all the shows. Mm-hmm. So that's fine that if it ends the match, okay, all right, I, I get it. Give But give him the most time. Oh, yeah. You have to give them time. You have to give them at least 25 to a half an hour. Yeah. I don't want to see no DQ finish. And we'll get into this when we do our little preview for that. Yeah. um, For Backlash, Backlash. Payback, Paybacklash, whatever (laughs) it's called. Some random ass name. Balls of Backlash. Balls of Backlash. Great (laughs) Balls of Fire. I don't know what the hell it's called anymore. But, I mean, there are some matches on the Backlash card that were announced, and we'll get into them a little bit later. But we're talking about the beginning of Raw, and it was a lot of talking. It yeah. was a lot of promo work. So they ended the week, last week, um, they being uh, Edge and Orton, they mm-hmm. started it, they started the they show started, this week. Yeah. Um, more banter from Edge, I'd say. Yeah, I thought Edge's promo was good. I thought it was definitely scripted. Very scripted, I thought. 
Yeah. 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 It, um, it was a little bit, uh, the, the cadence was like, bum, 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 mm-hmm. bum, bum. And if I hear the word grit yeah. one more time. It's on his shirt, too. I, I, all right, fine. I could live with that. Yeah. But if you have to say it one more time, mm-hmm. I'm going to jump out this window. The window that I can't fit through from last week when I said that. That's your during, problem. During That's my, your problem during, during my new day rant, if anyone has didn't listen, listen to the last twenty five minutes of our, of our episode show. from last week, and and you'll hear my take on the on the new day. Maybe Alex will get into a rant today, but we still don't have a name for the episode, so it's going to be the weekend review slash Alex's <laughs> random rant about something slash Tom's random rant about something. But uh, we're talking about Raw and. We're talking about some of the matches that happened on Raw, and um, one of the matches that kind of stood out um, a little bit. Well, it it kind of paved the way for what's going to come in the future. Is uh, Murphy's double work? He worked two matches. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the second match, he wrestled Aleister Black, and uh, before that. Uh, we saw a breakup of a stable. We saw Zelina drop Austin Theory out of her stable, which never really had a name. It was just Garza, Andrade, Theory, and Zelina Vega, and kind of random bunch of wrestlers because he threw Theory in when Andrade got hurt. And why they did that? Yeah, why? I mean, he's a young. He's twenty one years old. He's twenty two. Twenty two. He's he's a young kid, and, um, and he can go all. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he has the look, you know. He kind of looks like a young Cena a little bit. Well, the Cena, build. he said, is his idol. Yeah, so he kind of has the the build of a young Cena. Yeah. Well, what was Cena's uh, thing when he was coming up? What was he? Oh, the prototype. The prototype. Yeah, that was. That's the, what he looks like. Back to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, but um, this all fueled um, the fact that Theory got kicked out of the uh, of the stable. And um, I thought he'd get sent back down. Yeah, I think I thought he got sent back down, but and we were wrong because you know, fast forward to the end of the night, mm-hmm. closer than end of yeah. the night. I don't know if it was the actual end of the show. Yeah, it was uh, Murphy and uh, Murphy and Alistair Black were wrestling because of what happened last week, uh, the week before with uh, the tag team match with Rollins and Murphy against Ray and Ray Mysterio and Alistair Black. Rollins took out Rey Mysterio. We didn't know why, but now the the puzzle pieces are kind of falling out to the fact that Rollins stuck his hand out for Austin Theory, picked him up when he was still outside, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Selling covering and from his down. wounds. Yeah. And uh, he took Rollins' hand and he beat down Black. So now Rollins. I think that was a cool moment. That was good. Played to no audience. Yeah. Made it, I think, more impactful. That was really good. Now that was the last. Uh, the last hour of Raw was better than anything else for the rest of the and week. And you texted me, yeah, and told me that. I was yeah. like, "This is garbage, just <laughs> garbage." The first, the first two weeks is. I mean, the first two hours is garbage, and we're gonna get into the garbage dumpster fire of SmackDown a little bit later because that's just gonna that's just horrendous. But now we see another disciple into Seth Rollins' group. Now it's Rollins, it's Murphy, mm-hmm. and it's Theory. Right. You got two young wrestlers, and you, well, Rollins is, Rollins is young. He's young, too. But you have him as the captain, and you have these two young wrestlers. Yeah. And if you're going to call yourself a messiah, and you're going to call other people's disciples, I mean, I don't expect them to have 12 disciples. No. 
But it's not like I mean, NWO 2.0. Oh, God. Where, like, yeah, the Buff L- Bagwell's mom was <laughs> in the NWO. <laughs> no, but you got to have, like, at, at least one or two more. And you got to throw a woman in there, too. And I, 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 you have that look. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm getting to that. I'm yeah. getting to that. Yep. Now, we, we, we released a little uh, preview for this uh, episode on Facebook where we talked about who is Seth Rollins going to get next? Who? And we talked about a woman. And in my opinion, the number one choice, I think, is Ruby Riot. Right. She hasn't won a match this year. No, she's just no. kind of floundering. She's just hanging out, you know. She has she's losing to Liv Morgan. She's losing to uh, just Charlotte. Charlotte. She's losing to losing, you know, all these matches. And there hasn't been a woman in a stable like this since when Serena was in mm-hmm. the Straight Edge Society. Serena Deeb, and then she shaved her head. She shaved her head. Yeah. It was her, Luke Gallows, and CM Punk. Yes. And CM Punk was kind of like preaching for the future, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like what Seth Rollins is doing. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that he's going to get a woman in that stable. Yeah. I think that's what's going to make it different is uh, he's going to pick Ruby Riot up because Ruby Riot is, was kind of along the same path of of Murphy when he wasn't winning a lot of matches and now Austin Theory. It seems like he's being fueled by... Um, he's taking ca- he's taking the cast out, mm-hmm. you know, and all the rejects and yep. bringing them in. Coincidentally, they're all heels, of course. Yeah. Um, I would be curious to see if he got somebody who was a face at the time. Yeah. Who was kind of losing, which is normally like... Like Carrillo? Humberto Carrillo? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, I mean, yeah you again, know, he's like, young. Yep. He's a young wrestler. He hasn't won a lot of matches. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely out of the running for the U.S. title. Yeah. He's had some good matches. He's had he some great matches, yeah. 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 The, he just like Murphy, hard. too. Yeah. Murphy had some great matches with Aleister Black, and he was losing, and then Murphy joined Rollins, and that was different because they had AOP, but AOP's out, so they got to refill that, and you got you yeah. bring in Fury. So, so he had a tag team there, which would be nice if they replaced the tag team. But like uh-huh. last week, we talked about the tag teams on Raw. There's right. like two of them, yeah. and we'll get to what today are to what the sport of that episode was. Last week it was basketball. This week it was axe throwing. Take an axe to my fucking head. What do you think it'll be next week? Um, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Basketball, axe throwing, and uh, Pictionary. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you never know. It can be, it can be anything. It can be anything, but we're slowly starting to see the, as I almost broke the microphone, uh, we're slowly starting to see the formation of this group that is going to catch a lot of steam fast, and they're going to pick up uh, quickly on on Raw, because there isn't that much going on as it is. So, if he picks up a lot of steam, where is he going to go? Maybe tag team again. We're going to see Rollins eventually go for a belt, obviously. Um, Which to to bring it all home, he yeah. should absolutely he should. Um, he had a great match with McIntyre, Money Bank, phenomenal match. Yeah, that was the best match of the night, yep. hands down. Yep. Um, so we're gonna. This is. Uh, I'm very interested in where this is gonna go, and I do think that he's gonna pick up new members in the next couple weeks. Yeah, it has. You, you can't. You can't stop a theory and just keep it those three I think I think he's gonna bring a female I think Ruby Riot's gonna go there maybe he so maybe they string this out like over a span of a couple more weeks so the next person he'll kinda like I don't wanna say stalk and I, I'm trying to think of the word right now he'll he'll watch come out over. he'll watch over 
He'll come to the top of the ramp mm-hmm. towards the tail end as they're losing whatever and just kind of look. And then mind his own business, go mm-hmm. in the back. You know, they'll touch on it on the broadcast. And then probably, let's say, so we're talking about Ruby Riot. Let's say Ruby Riot has a match at some random match and she has it at Backlash. Maybe Backlash is the time. Mm-hmm. You know, just to, you know, have something else to talk about. If I was booking it, that's what I would do. Because what, what WWE typically does is they'll throw in a random match during the random pay-per-views. Yes. Like... Sometimes those random matches are setups for things to come. Oh, yeah. Like a um, a feud that starts on Raw the next night or mm-hmm. something like that. So... Um, well, that was like when they did MVP against R-Truth and Money in the Bank because right. it was a setup for Bobby Lashley. Correct. Now, so, leading, now leading into go. Bobby Lashley, uh, he was named the number one contender for the WWE Championship. So it's going to be him against Drew McIntyre at Backlash. By doing absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. He, he slaughtered jobbers, which what everybody does now on TV. I'm going to challenge you, Tom, for the podcast championship yeah. next week. <laughs> um, I don't like the idea of him going for Drew this fast. I thought that he was actually going to go for Lesnar because I think they, were, they wanted to build up Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Maybe that would have been a great match. Maybe they. This is a one-off, of course. And maybe yeah. they do it starting after Backlash. I just don't like when the he's got he's him. got MVP and wherever MVP is going. Mm-hmm. And okay, now they start to catch some fire. So if Bobby can go with his his boys and go to Brock, you know Brock has Paul Heyman. You know you can, that actually would be some great banter. Paul Heyman and MVP. Yeah, on the microphone for their clients. Let's say, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll watch that. I would watch. Day. I would watch Lashley and Lesnar. You're slowly seeing Lana out of the picture, which is well deserved. Well, hold on. I, what is going on with that? Why is she just randomly throwing fits backstage? Like I, I don't because I I just don't think that she appreciates him joining MVP. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. So there's a lot of. You could definitely have Lesnar and, and Lashley think about the MMA background of both. Bobby Lashley was a former MMA fighter, mm. and obviously so was Lesnar. He was a UFC heavyweight champion. So you put that two together, and they're just two big guys who I think they can go for their size. I think Bobby Lashley's a very good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I think he has the stamina. He has the he has the cardio. He went over in Roman Reigns at some. I think it was. I think it was Backlash. <laughs> it was just a random baby a couple years ago. But he did go over Roman Reigns and beat him clean. Um, but you're 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 throwing Lashley to McIntyre right now at a, at a point where Les, Lashley really hasn't had any big wins over anybody. If I was booking it right now, I would put Lashley in that match a couple months later, but have him beat a couple people. A couple before. people like he lost to Aleister Black at WrestleMania. So you're saying that Black is better than Lashley, but yet Lashley's getting the title shot. Correct. Yeah, it's it just doesn't make any sense. It's just random booking by the WWE and putting Lashley in this fast against McIntyre is going to do nothing to his career down the road because you know McIntyre is going over because they announced that they see McIntyre as a main event guy for years to come. Because there's no long-term booking with anybody else other than like your five biggest people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's... Who are the five biggest people in Raw? Uh, McIntyre. Well, of course. All anybody who's Rollins. a champion right now. Yeah. You got to think. You can't say Andrade. No, but I mean, it, recent weeks would tell you otherwise. Well, he, he yes, is, he's been losing and yeah. whatever, but you know, 
this he's got so much screen time. If you're on television, mm-hmm. you're doing something right. Yeah, and it could be the worst thing you're doing, but you know you're on TV. And now there's like thirty other guys back there who don't get on television or less now because yeah. they got rid of half of them. But um, you know, if you're on television doing nothing, it's better than being in the back eating catering. Mm-hmm. And now Kevin Owens is back. Yes. And Kevin Owens had the KO show with uh, Zelina's stable. Zelina, Andrade, Garza, and at the time, Theory. Which, please get a name, by the way. Yeah, Let's just get some random going, stable. Because I can't. Yeah. I, I don't like explaining everybody in the stable for five seconds. Who's no. In it? Yeah. Give me some just acronym or name, something. Yeah. yeah. Or put another Spanish person and call it the LWO again. <laughs> but, uh,. They, he was he was on the Kevin Owens show and um, all three of them were and they were just talking smack back and forth and Apollo Cruz comes running to the ring and starts beating up Andrade and instead of a I didn't expect, a random tag team I didn't match. expect that at all no because I thought I thought Apollo Cruz was going to turn heel same and maybe it's coming mm-hmm. you know sometimes they 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 pull the wool over Do you your eyes the for Cruz? depends on how you how hot he gets yeah Do you put I mean. You can just if throw the belt the, on him. If you fun. put the belt on Cruz, well, see, I don't know. It get, it, He's it never a, been a champion. That's true, it, but it gets a little crazy because where do you go? Yeah. So where where is he going? Does he end up with MVP somewhere, or does he just kind of go off on his own? Yeah. And if he goes off on his own, he might get lost in the sauce again. Yeah, because he's... Okay, he's, he's your champion, but then, you know, whatever. He's been a wrestler that's been getting a lot of time recently when he can. Yes, yeah. So... Well, Paul Hammond likes him. Yeah, he's a Paul Hammond guy. He's a Paul Hammond Paul guy? Paul Hammond guy. Paul Hammond's running raw. He's a Paul Hammond guy. Well, I, so, I, I don't know if, uh, like, when Samoa Joe's gonna come back. I love him on commentary. Oh, he's great. You know what? He's better than Jerry you never King. step back in the ring, uh, I'll I take never, it. I never... Give me no, here's the, here, here, maybe here's my hot take for the day. Uh, oh, boy. Jerry the King Lawler. I don't think he was that good of a commentator. Even back in the day when he was a Vince McMahon, because I was just watching In Your House Buried Alive from like 1995, because that's my new thing. Because since they announced In Your House on NXT, you I've gotta watch it all. It's it's Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon was a great was a great commentator, very very in depth with. He was the, there until ninety. The announcing of the moves, yeah. yeah when Mr. Mr. McMahon was born, but I mean Jerry the King Lawler during that time, he was just obviously obsessed with the women, but I I don't think he was really that good as a commentator. And as, like as a kid, yeah, because he he's saying like some raunchy stuff. Yeah, and, you know, I'm a teenager. Yeah, uh, uh, prepubescent teenager. He, he's okay. So the puppy you know, was great. He's okay. He never, you know, he he's just that heel heel guy with just the quips and whatever, mm-hmm. and just. And a, the, a lot of them now are outdated, unfortunately. Oh yeah, so like I'm not I'm not saying that well. Jerry Lawler was a bad commentator. He just wasn't my favorite. But like you, you listen to Jerry Lawler a couple like months ago or whatever. Try I'm to so out of touch. Try to be so out of try touch. to be hip with today's world, and yeah. it just doesn't work. It falls flat. And Raw has just been doing a carousel of commentators since they did the brand split. Since SmackDown went to Fox, Michael Cole went there permanently with Corey Graves, well, and then he come had in. Vic Joseph on. You had Vic Joseph who was on NXT, and then you had. Jerry, it was Vic Joseph, Jerry Lawler, and... Vic Joseph came over from NXT UK because yeah. he was over there for a hot minute, yeah. Who was, who was the other guy? Uh, ooh. The guy with the dreads. What was his name? Uh, Dio Madden. Yeah. Where'd he come from? Well, he got uh, suplexed or whatever through a table by, by Brock, Brock and that was it. Yeah. 
I don't know if he went back to train or whatever, and he didn't get released. So mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm, I'm happy Tom Phillips is on Raw. I like Tom. Phillips. I love Tom. I Phillips. like Tom Phillips. I like I like Byron Saxon. And, and then Tom Phillips got moved to NXT UK because yeah. he lost his spot on SmackDown. And you felt bad for Tom Phillips because he was doing SmackDown pretty well for a while. He was becoming the voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I love Tom Phillips. Yeah, he's, I think I think he's good. He's the younger Michael Cole yeah. and more hipper Michael Cole. Yep. That we all want. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you throw in Samoa Joe in now, and it, it's a great announced team. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a good announced. Byron team. unfortunately is falling into the uh, with the current um, group of three on commentary. Mm-hmm. He's falling into that Jerry Lawler role yeah. right now. Yes, where he's just giving like the bad weird. one-liner, <laughs> whatever. The weird Although that was kind of his thing anyway, and mm-hmm. it would work only with certain people. It would only work with. Corey Graves. Yeah. Shut up, Byron. Yeah. Shut up, Saxon. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they were in NXT together. Byron right. Saxon, former wrestler. Yep. So is I was he's a, Corey He's Graves. a really big dude, too. His oh, suits yeah. don't fit well. Yeah. Oh. He wears schmediums. Oh, yeah. But he's he, a schmedium he's guy. He's so broad in the shoulders. Like yeah. He's, he's built like a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a brick shit house to, brick to shit steal house. Tom's uh, yeah. <laughs> turn of phrase. A brick shit house. Um, something that we'll talk about, which I kind of, you see it boiling is Natalia. When Natalia fought Shayna Baszler in a submission match, yeah, um, you can tell that she was getting frustrated. And when they started to do the KO show after her match, she started to basically throw a tantrum. Yeah. Now, she could be another person, maybe, to go into Seth Rollins' stable, but Natalia is a she's, a, she's a veteran. I would see her turning heel before joining a stable. I see Ruby Riot, who's younger, going into that stable. Because the stables are always for people who, you put a group of uh, people together in a stable to get them over all together yeah, to bring up people's, boost, correct, to bring up the career, career yeah. and, and a new trajectory. Yeah, and Natalia's been around for a very long time. But maybe you need that veteran presence who mm-hmm. can whatever, but you know, then you would think you would need like two girls and then this faction starts to get out of hand mm-hmm. and it's really big. And it's just like everybody gets thrown to the pot, like the NWO. Yeah. But like I, tw- I didn't even twenty eight members at one time. Until you said Natty, I didn't even think about it because I actually forgot that she threw that tantrum exactly. and like and they showed it. So the other thing was what are they doing because they showed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a setup for Possible heel turn. I don't. I don't. That's think, what I yeah. thought watching it live. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Now, now they announced a triple threat match: Charlotte versus Liv Morgan versus Natalia on Raw mm. coming up this week. Okay. So, so how do you book that one? Let's see where we're going here. And why is Charlotte another thing which I might have to get into later on my rant? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to say that. Say, no, no, no. I'm I'm going to write this down as we're we're, why is we're she podcasting right now. Fire? No, I want to know why she's involved in everything right now. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that too, but um, ratings aside, but yeah. let's, let's let's march so forward. Let me type see, as we're writing. Did you writing. see Liv Morgan's thing, little vignette? I didn't understand it. Yes, like, I did. My mother, like where is that coming from? I don't know. We're past Mother's like, Day. Like, so I, don't I don't get it. She's like I when I think of Charlotte Fair, I think of my mother or something like that. I'm like that that that's it's nothing like it just it's going to be nothing. My what's going to happen is Charlotte is going to win and then Natalia is going to take out Liv Morgan as frustration. Mm-hmm. Natalia will take the pin. Charlotte's right. going to go up the ramp. She's going to kick the crap out of Liv Morgan. That's what's going to happen. Right. I don't know why it's just a random triple threat match, but it's going to be it's going to be used to Why do you need Charlotte to set that up? Yeah. I I oh, I got I got to save this hot take. Yes. Yeah, yeah I can't, why? I can't. 
Tell why you. do you why do you need Charlotte uh, Flair to um, boost up every every yeah. feud, everything going on? She has a hand in every brand right now. Mm-hmm. Why why is this necessary? I, I don't get it. Actually, I take that back. It's not Liv Morgan. It's Charlotte, Nia Jax, and Natalia are wrestling on Monday night to decide the number one contender for Oscar's belt. So why do you have... I thought... I'm sorry. I thought it was Liv Morgan. Um, she did cut that promo, so, so And I, she so did I wrestle did Charlotte a few weeks back. So... She wrestled Charlotte before she got the... Um, uh, her, her gimmick change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she wrestled her upon her return. But here's uh, the, here's the million dollar question. Why is the NXT Women's Champion involved in a triple threat match on Raw? She's involved in several triple threat matches. Why? I have no clue. Why? I don't know. So you're going to have the NXT and Raw? No, you can't do that. That's stupid. Uh, put Liv Morgan in before you put... Well, give somebody else a chance. Yeah. Like, why are you putting Charlotte Flair with Nia Jax and the And she's in meaningless things. Who's going to win it? Obviously Nia Jax. Yeah, because that's the direction they wanted yeah. to go if Becky was a silver yeah, champion because, anyway. Because Nia Jax um, attacked Kari Sane right. during Asuka celebration, which was, which was also a part of the first hour of Raw, which <laughs> when we're talking about promo work, it was like 48 minutes of non-wrestling. I actually counted it because I'm a psycho. It was like 48 minutes of non nothing In dead air. Yeah, and I, remember, <laughs> I remember there was an episode of Raw Oh, it was when it was right before when we went to the production center, like right near my birthday. Okay. It was Shane McMahon and like he was with Drew McIntyre. Mm. Forty nine minutes of non wrestling in the first hour because it was a promo by it was a Shane promo with Drew about Roman Reigns. Could you imagine the people promo. who were there at that role? Oh my that god! I'm yeah. pissed. I'll be pissed. Forty nine minutes. What are you doing for an hour? Right. Forty nine minutes. It became a two hour show. Yeah, that quick. that's what happens. That that that's that's the stupid mistake they went from two to three hours. Why is Raw three hours when SmackDown you have to care about more because it's owned by Fox? When did the, so I, I'm a lapsed fan so I stopped watching around the end of high school. Okay. Which you know I like using the network. Guys, go get the network if yeah, you don't have it. Network plug. You can pretty much you know I can fill in all the gaps. It's mm-hmm. a lot of gaps for mm-hmm. me. And you brought me back into wrestling. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> that was my next thing out of my mouth. You're welcome, you're sir. Welcome, right. You're welcome, sir. Um, around uh, WrestleMania 30, because that's mm-hmm. when we started working together. Yeah. Um, so that was my first... WrestleMania 30 was my my first foray back into wrestling, and from there, I, I, I haven't stopped. But... Um, I fucking forgot. I forgot, I forgot <laughs> what tangent I was going on here. Are you good? Are, I think I think you were going to mention the fact that Raw went from two to three hours. Thank you. When did that happen? Well, during the Attitude Era, Raw was from nine to eleven because Nitro was from eight to ten. Because uh, I remember I used to. And remember, there was Warzone technically, and then yes, Raw, Raw and War. Warzone. Right. Yeah. So Nitro was from eight to ten. Raw was from nine to eleven, and then. It switched from eight to ten. Raw did when he bought out WC when McMahon bought out WCW. Right, no competition. Yeah, and then right. they went three hours when, uh, when they did like that whole. I think it was a couple. I want to say twenty fifteen. Really? Or twenty sixteen? Maybe sixteen or seventeen. They went three hours. 
I feel like mm-hmm. Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon was on the show. I know that. Oh. So, mm. so it was during the Stephanie McMahon era on it's a Raw. It's a quick Google, which I'll do later. Use the Google. Right yeah, use the Google. You, now, now, I'm not going to lie to you. You can't see us. Um, yet. John Cena. Um, can't see us. You can't, can't see, see us yet. yet. Oh, updates. Yes. The podcasting room is 80% done? Yeah, I'm waiting on some posters. Uh, we're waiting on two posters. I do have a coffee table now. And we have a new podcasting table, but we're waiting on the couch to come in um, sometime next week. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I order stuff and it takes a month to come in. But And we did get the tripod to start doing Facebook live shows. So uh, we will debut the room when the couch comes in and we'll give you a tour of the room, which we'll try to make bigger than what it is. <laughs> this room is kind of small, which is fine. You're sitting in a closet. You're sitting in a closet. And then we're going to uh, do our Facebook live show probably in a couple weeks and during the Facebook live show we're actually going to be answering your questions um, during the show and talking about the topics of of the episode and we're going to be recording it uh, to be put on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and we're going to be live streaming it on Facebook Live so that is going to be very exciting I can't wait for that Um, so we're talking about Raw what did you say, Raw? Okay, so you're saying that Raw... It went from three... It went from two to three hours. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it did that. It's just dead air time, especially in a time where you release half your roster. So half your roster's gone, and now you're doing three-hour shows now. You would benefit right now. I mean, it's hard to make a change with all this You can't. Going you can't on. go back to two hours. They would have, if it was two hours and then all this happened the way it is with them doing the shows, you would benefit from the two hours. Yeah. Because there's no fans. Um, You know, we've been to a bunch of live shows, so we know what happens in between on the TV breaks and stuff like that. Um, So, like, I I get it. You know, being there and watching it on TV, two different experiences. Mm -hmm. But when you're there and you know that there's 49 minutes of talking and you don't see any wrestling, you get a little pissed off. Oh, you get a little pissed off. Right. And, uh, And there's no, like, main... Well, I mean, they do film main event and stuff before Raw... And, and 205 Live, whatever 205 it is, Live, yeah. you know, for that stuff. But, you know, I guess if you consider that, if you're there for the live crowd, it makes sense. But obviously yeah. on a TV, it doesn't trip. And when you, when you go see a show live, you can tell when there's a commercial break because they stop showing the, they stop showing the, the, the feed, the Tron, the Tron yeah. yeah. You can tell when it's a commercial break. Also, I... I've been watching wrestling for 30 years, and I've been watching Raw. Oh, you call it. I you can tell when all the time. Because well, Michael Cole sets yeah, it up. You, Anybody, anytime somebody goes outside. Anytime somebody goes outside, Michael Cole goes, will he recover? All right. Pause. Back after Commercial <laughs> of, like, dog food and Hardee's or some, some <laughs> random food. So, Snickers. <laughs> Snickers. Um, so, I, I know when to go to the bathroom during Raw. Jack-specific toys. Yeah. I, you know when to go to, uh, when you need to leave the room during Raw because it's it's so poorly how they set it up, commercial breaks. But uh, we were, I don't know why I was talking about, we used the Google. I I just used the Google. For, uh, <laughs> the Google. Use, use the Google. <laughs> I just used the Google for, um, I thought it was Liv Morgan, Nia Jack, uh, Liv Morgan, Flair, and Taya, but it was actually Nia Jax, um, Natalia, and Charlotte Flair. So, I mean, obviously out of that, you're going to have um, Nia Jax win because Charlotte has no right to be on there. Natalia, again, just throw her in there. And the fact that yeah. Nia Jax attacked Kari Sane last week, 
uh, was just uh, it, it makes sense. It just makes sense. That's just that's that's WWE programming one on one. If you haven't watched, if you started watching wrestling, that's just how they set it up. The 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 heel attacks the friend of the face, and guess what? The face comes out to revenge. Correct. They're gonna wrestle at Backlash. Oscar's gonna retain. Oscar deserves a long yeah. uh, run with this championship. I don't expect Backlash to be much changing of the guard. A throwaway so. pay-per-view, right? It's the like throwaway pay-per-view. Right. You have this pay-per-view, you have ex- Extreme, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules has been in July. Yeah, lately, and so. then you have uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam in August. Yeah. So, which they don't know where, what they're going to do with that right now. Because so, that was no. supposed to be in Boston, right? Yes. Because I, th- I actually thought about going. Well, my brother-in-law, when he told me that it's going to be in Boston, he's like, you should go. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll go. Yeah. But now it's not. So we're still on the, we're still on the subject of Raw. And like, it, was, it, was just, it was just trash. Yeah, it was absolute I mean, what trash. Else, what else is there really to Like, like why, why is King Corbin coming? Okay, obviously King Corbin comes over. The whole crossover shit. So which that is that mean like, now he was traded? You know, th- this is no, not necessarily. I mean, you kind of—he's another heel. How many heels do you have on SmackDown right now? Yeah, not a lot, but. Ugh. All right, so yeah, King right. Cor- <laughs> so King Corbin's on Raw. If you want to run a promo that makes no sense for like four months, King Corbin's the guy. Like he, he's he, that he's, guy. He's notorious for having like six months. Six month feuds like the Roman Reigns, yeah, nothing. Yeah, that was all last year. Yeah, it was just all. It was nothing. For what? Like, what? What did that have to do with nothing? Nothing. And, and he. Did, I don't think there was any belts involved. No, it wasn't nothing. Belts. They wrestled at Royal Rumble in a Falls Count Anywhere match, and he got pinned on top of a dugout in, in Houston Stadium yes, or whatever it was. Yes. But like you know, you look at King Corbin. He had, he had programs with Chad Gable for like a month and a half. He had programs with Roman Reigns. He had programs with, uh, not just Roman Reigns, but the Usos, Randy Orton. So, like, he's the guy that can carry a program for a long time. Because, I mean, he's a very safe wrestler, apparently. Yeah. He's one of the safest guys in the business to work with. So, if he gets traded for AJ Styles, and we'll dive into the AJ Styles trade, how randomly they set that up on SmackDown. Well, I guess he uh, wasn't because they, did, they didn't say it said it was like when they do with regular sports for a player to be named later yeah. or a superstar. Okay, so it was AJ Styles for Titus O'Neil. Two jobbers. For two jobbers and a seventh round pick. I'll throw you two jobbers and Dio Madden, who's like (laughs) on the couch somewhere getting fat because he's not in wrestling anymore. Um, But I really can't talk about anything else that happened on Raw because nothing happened on Raw. You had a good promo by Rollins who. Set it up to say he's sorry for Rey Mysterio, and then he's like, with a smile you know, on his face, "You're welcome." So that means that are we going to see Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins wrestle? Maybe, but do we need to? Do we need to? Uh, maybe as a so we're we're in the filler. Maybe as a match in a throwaway pay per view. See exactly. Hmm, and I which I wonder which one is next. What? That uh, was a joke. The backlash. Oh, that trash? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That trash? That trash. Now, speaking of trash... Um, <laughs> on the hot topic of trash. If you watch hot, SmackDown hot on Friday... <laughs> Do you watch you, hot garbage? <laughs> Do you like garbage? Because if you love garbage, you would love SmackDown this week. Um, just, just horrible. No, no fiend. No hacker. 
No hacker promo. Not that the hacker thing was anything great, because... Again, like, you gotta build it up, though. Like, I'm obsessed with this thing, because I wanted to, like... But if it turned out to be Ali, are you impressed? Or no, because I'll, be, I'll like, be happy, because I was right the entire time. Oh, yes. so you're just yes. using basic logic. I want the Barry Horowitz. I want the pat oh, on the back. Oh, the pat on the back. I want, yeah. I want, I want the Barry I'm Horowitz. myself, right. Yeah, I want the, I want to go, I'm going to go Horowitz myself. Um, but SmackDown opens up with the dirt sheet, which is just... <laughs> yes. Like, uh, and then... I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing my forehead right now. And, um, and then Strowman comes, and he said, and they said, well, you weren't even a guest this week, but... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Like, the, the dirt sheet, they went over characters on Firefly Funhouse that didn't make the cut, and oh, the it was so stupid. Literal sock puppets. Yeah, and Strowman comes out and, you know, challenges The Miz to a match. Beats The Miz, typical you're, style, you, eight minutes. You are then, so upset about this right now. And then uh, he John Morrison's out there and says... Well, you know, you can take one down, but what happens if you take us, both of us, down? And I was like, all right, cool. So two and one handicap match at the end of the night. Fine. Right, yeah. Okay. So, and, then, the and, then, and then he goes, at backlash. I'm like, no. I'm like, holy shit. TV, here we go. TV off. So, so typical WWE programming. You do a stupid championship match on a stupid pay-per-view. Maybe this is smart because The Fiend will come back, but... I think that's where it's going. As a guy, as as a Fiend fan from day one, as a Bray Wyatt fan from day one, uh, this is this is just garbage. Like, the, 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 maybe need a name for the show. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. That's all it is. It's hot garbage. So now at Backlash, uh, under the category of pointless matches, uh, we're going to have Braun Strowman against The Miz and Morrison in a two-on-one handicap match. For the universal made up whatever the hell it is championship, <laughs> the Stroman Express. The Stroman Express. Right. You see that shirt that he has with and the train his, on it. He looks like uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. His face is and on it. It's like all his, out. You see his new like. Yeah, his his, his Titan thing. I yeah. I can't. I can't. I'm happy he wears the belt around his waist, though. Yes, which is very rare. Because the belt's AJ Styles. Well, yeah, AJ Styles would wear the belt. Wear, wear it. Keyword there. Well, like back in the day, like when I got when wrestling had its resurgence, you had Stone Cold and The Rock. Right. And they was, held the belt by the by the by the strap. I guess you could right. say and walk down the ring. Like you don't see a lot of wrestlers wearing the belts. No, like, or it, it's the they all over wear the, the shoulder. Yeah. But you you like The Rock and Stone Cold. I picture over the shoulder. But they made that look fucking cool. Yeah. I do it with my belt at home. Yeah, I look like, like a dork, but it's like, fine. Austin like drag it on the floor, but it was cool how he did it. Well, to, uh, Tommaso Ciampa would do that with the yeah. NXT Championship, mm-hmm. but that was cool. Yeah, because that's very fitting of his character. You oh, yeah. didn't see him wearing the actual championship, mm-hmm. him holding Goldie that way and dragging it or whatever. I like that. Yeah. So I don't know why Strowman is wrestling these two guys. It it just it it's it's it makes this no all stem from last week. This makes no sense because you got to put the Miz and Morrison into some program because obviously they're not going for the tag team titles anymore because they're held by the New Day like every. But then where you do know. you go with them after this? Wait, week? Who, Miz and Morrison? It's gonna be a one off. It's yeah. gonna be a one off pay per view. Now if WWE wants to be really creative, wow. Okay, let's bring Otis out at the end or something like that. 
maybe have an appearance by The Fiend, maybe after the match is over, The Fiend comes back and strikes again. Because The Fiend is coming. He is coming for Strowman, obviously. Yeah, and uh, I think this setup is, is probably there. the setup. Yeah. You gotta fill time, you yeah. gotta, you know, fill these gaps, and, you know, Strowman will go over. This This match could probably go, like, third or fourth of the night. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna be the main event. It's probably gonna be right in the middle, and, um... Strowman's gonna win, obviously. Very rather quickly. Yeah, he'll probably be like ten minutes. He'll probably pin them both. Yeah, we know. You know, he'll uh, maybe he'll carry both of them on his shoulder and drop them, or running power drop one guy, running power slam the other guy onto the yeah. other guy and just pin them both and be done with it. Mm-hmm. And then the lights go out. You hear the yeah, everything go out. Here comes a fiend. Maybe you get a standing tall moment, and then okay, and then cut to fade to black. And then, boom, here comes a WWE uh, shop promo. <laughs> Tonight, get 20, 20% off titles, 50% off t-shirts. Yeah, we tried. We tried. I love it when they drop, when they, uh, when they do the, uh, sorry, that was an opening of a can. Um, when they do, like, the 25% off titles, and, like, you text me, like, oh, man, 25% of But they've the been 50% off lately. Spoiler alert, it's $400, and it's $300. Right. It's like, is it even worth it? But, um... It's all right. I'm going to buy one. Once the oh, um, no. Winged Eagle, they're still out. The classic mm-hmm. Winged Eagle, you know, from the 80s. You can buy the sold out one. right now. I don't want that shit. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't you, want you, the other one. Want, I want you, their original. You, you don't want that. the... My brother-in-law... Um, that, that this is like the third time I referenced my brother-in-law Anthony. Uh, if you're listening, Anthony, hello, and you're gonna be on the show one day with us. But um, he has the baby blue. I yeah, think it the is. Ultimate Warrior one. Yeah, he has that one. He got it because it was the cheapest. I don't blame him. They were making thing. random colors for Ultimate Warrior back then. This yeah. is uh, this is completely off topic. Purple. Yeah, they were giving it's, him it's, it's his, on topic. his own there colors. Like, yeah, let's talk about belts. Right. There we go. We're talking about this is belt talk. Right. <laughs> Welcome right. to belt talk. Welcome to belt talk with Tom and Alex. Right. And I don't know why I go to the Macho Man. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, anyway. But, yeah, it was just weird. They have all those funky colors. And now they're doing these, like, commemorative belt things with... Hot Tom garbage. Man. Hot garbage talk. Yeah. Tom and Alex. Dumpster fire. Right. Like, do I really want to wear... A uh, yellow and red winged eagle. Nah. If, if I'm repping Hogan, I'm wearing. It depends. If I want to be a real rebel, I'll buy the NWO belt with the with the spray paint on it. That's like, yeah, manufactured on. Yeah. But if I'm as a, I am a Hogan fan. That's my first. Or just do it yourself and just get some black. Yeah. And that's what I would yeah. do. And then I mean, make sure that belt, that belt was cool. Throw it on Christine. <laughs> get some black spray paint and make sure that the rest of the spray paint goes onto her. Yeah, Christine's my wife. Everybody who doesn't know who I am. Um, but. The WCW belt was killer back in the day. That World Heavyweight title, like when Rick, like when Ric Flair had it, like he, fucked. that was great. Uh, but the, I mean, the Wing Eagle, the my favorite belts of all time are the Wing Eagle and the original Intercontinental. Which the Black Strap? Black Strap when the WWF logo was red. That like, oh, yeah, okay. that's the one that Macho Man had at WrestleMania three. That's my favorite belt. Um, I mean the belts they're gonna they're remaking a belt now I know I, oh, read, I, I read that online it's gonna be also. The, it's gonna be the US belt they're gonna remake that because that is that's that product is very old that's like but, 06 I think yeah that's, yeah, a, that's an old like belt that, yeah but um, Cena might have debuted that yeah yeah he did yeah because he had a different one it was a spinner US belt Ugh. yeah spinner belts um, 
But that's a champ, not champion. Champ. champ. But it was only him and Edge who had the spinner belt. Yeah. Because Edge even has his own belt on the WWE show yeah. with the all. Like I'm not gonna spend. The only one that I would probably buy would be the Undertaker one, just because I'm a huge Undertaker fan. It's it's like a. Does it come in like a casket? It comes thing? in a casket. With Where's like, the bag? I think it's like a casket, oh, like a cool. wooden belt holder. I mean, I, ha- I do have to say that that Triple H 25-year thing, okay. that is actually... I, I Please like, tell me you don't like it. Uh, hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> That's hot garbage. I'm not saying I'm going to rush to buy it, but it, it's actually kind of cool. But that was, um, The Fiend belt is weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge fiend fan. But of fan, course, but guess what it is? It's a ploy to sell merch. Yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah. that's all these really it are. Is. And like the ecosystem Daniel Bryan belt that they're selling. <laughs> the made of wood. I'll go to Home Depot and make Yeah, I'll make my own one for $4. Like, and I'm going to buy the 24-7 belt. Right. How do you wear a wood championship belt? <laughs> I mean, it, it's not all wood, but yeah, you know, it's, it's made of hemp. Eco-friendly. Eco yeah. Right. But, like, the belt designs... Recycled tiers of <laughs> past champions. I wish they didn't get rid of the old Intercontinental belt. I mean, I don't even know what the new one looks like. It has been on TV. I liked months. the one. Uh, no, I don't like the one now. No. Because it, it, it's, it's... ugly. Yeah, it, it looks like it's an NXT belt. Yeah. But that's beside the point. Um, I liked it with the white. Hell yeah. That was... It popped. Yeah. Like, and, now, and it was different from the actual championship. Yeah. Now, and don't get me started on yeah. these universal championships either. Hot garbage alert. You need a hot garbage button here on your little <laughs> soundboard. Um, take that shit out of here. I, I can't with the red and the blue. It's like too much. I, I can't. It looks better with the blue, personally. Yeah, the because, blue is better because it's smacked down. Yeah, and everything pops more because everything gets lost with all that fucking red. Yeah. I can't stand it. Um, but, you know, whatever, man. I... Not my business. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm, I don't make the belts. I just watch the product, and I'll give you my opinion. I don't make the belts. I just buy them. Yeah. <laughs> I, just buy, I just buy the $400 belts and hang them. And, I know. do. I, I have the WWE Championship you belt. You do? You've seen that. I mean, there's a reason why I have it, but uh, aside from the point that uh, I love I love WWE, yeah. I love wrestling. If I had to buy one from but today, right now, I, I would buy that It's one. right under my television. All And this one had the, the not the not the Velcro strap. This one actually has the snap buttons on yeah. it. Yeah. So I snapped it, and it's underneath my uh, my television on top of, like, my fireplace mantle thing. So yeah. it's off to the corner. It's actually pretty dope when you take a picture. Nerd. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. <laughs> but wait till I get the other yeah. the Winged Eagle one. I'm going to put it on the left side. What's well, all right. I'm going to put a belt on the coffee table here. Because on the coffee table, no one can see it. I have a wrestling encyclopedia and a sign that lights up that says Sunset Flip Radio. Tom, I'm going to buy you the WWE toaster. <laughs> so you can get toaster. And I'm going to buy you, I think there's a waffle iron. There probably it. is. And so we can make breakfast um, in here. Yes. And a hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great live stream, us cooking breakfast. Because we do record this at like 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning on Sundays. Yeah. I like doing it this early. I do, too. Our wives don't hate us. Yeah, they don't. No. (laughs) Mine mine is still sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, we had to cut 20 minutes. We had to redo 20 minutes because my wife (laughs) decided to break out the weed whacker. Um, No, the leaf blower. It was the leaf leaf blower. blower, Totally random. Totally random. And Alex looks at me and goes, do you hear that? I go... Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> and I go downstairs. I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and she's leaf blowing the patio at like nine thirty. Last week's podcast is two and a half hours, but it took us like four hours to do it. But um, 
Back to WWE championship belts. <laughs> back to garbage. Back to hot garbage. Um, well, let's get back into SmackDown. Or, I mean, we can just end it there, really. But the only oh, other... No, we, I, no, I, we, no, can't, no, we no. can't stop. <laughs> we gotta, I mean, there's more hot garbage on the plate. And the hot garbage on that on that platter is why, why isn't... First of all, AJ Styles magically shows up on SmackDown. And you, you called it, right? What did you tell me with the voiceover? Right? It was like dubbed in because you heard them talking about, oh, here's AJ Styles. And then it was some weird, like, like somebody called in and held up the phone to a speaker. And like said, what we're going to do when people call. Right. <laughs> hey, man, we don't have that great production. No, no, we, hey. have, we have a little audio interface and my computer. And a, a Fisher Price keyboard. Yes. And <laughs> but, a but, car table. And a car table, right. <laughs> But you heard the audio, and I, I, like you said, I texted you, and I was like, did you hear that? It was so low, so cut. It's like they forgot what they wanted to say, but yeah. dubbed it in. Like, oh, guys, we forgot to give an explanation. Hold on, in post, let's just uh, add, it, add it to the show. That's, that's the art of recording your shows. Well, yeah. So you can but you would think in. if you recorded your shows, you can do it at, you know, whenever. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought the match in Nakamura was probably the best part of the whole SmackDown. It should have ended the show. It should have ended the show. We started recording. Um, it was a, it was a great match. Um, I mean, I thought their greatest match was going to be WrestleMania at thirty four. Yeah, that that was a good match though. That crowd was hot. For it was that. a good match, but like just on paper, like Styles and Nakamura WrestleMania. Holy shit! Yeah, well, I mean, this is where it started all this low blow, blow shit. Yeah, then it gets kicked in the balls and the rest. Yeah, of that the that happened for like four months, and after a while, you're like, dude, wear a cup. Yeah, <laughs> like Gargano did a yeah. couple uh, weeks ago. Um, just wear a cup. Yeah, just wear a cup. all this problem. Yeah, I mean, you've seen it before. They've done this before, like with China. I think mm-hmm. when China was giving people low blows back in the day, uh, somebody wore a cup, hurt her arm, of course, and mm-hmm. they finished the match, and there goes that distraction yeah. out the window. But uh, I, can't. I can't. But the best part of SmackDown, in my opinion, was definitely AJ Styles versus Nakamura. That was the best match. And he, he, match. Tried, and that went, I mean, that, that, yeah. that, that that went like 15. I felt like after that stupid Strowman thing, I think that's the next match that came on. I think that yeah. was second, which took up what I thought was the rest of the first hour of SmackDown. Because the second half was uh, Bailey and Charlotte, which, I mean, how many matches really were on this? Four. Four? Five. Four. You got two and two. Or, yeah, pretty much. Because you got, um, to close it, you had Sheamus versus Hardy, which... I think it was five. Strowman, Sheamus, yeah, the mixed tag match. Ah, we'll get into that. Man. Well, that was just. Yep. That's why I'm forgetting it. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's forgettable. Right. Uh, but you know, you talk, you mentioned Bailey, Bailey and Charlotte. They had a match. I thought, that, I thought it was a good match. It was a good match. I did not expect the finish. I was watching with what, a, uh, a roll up when she cheated, right? Uh, well, yeah, that too. I mean, I was watching with my wife, and I she she had her head down, and I said, "Oh," she was like, "What? What happened?" I said, "Well, Bailey won." Yes, I told her before how this I thought was going to end. It's going to end in some sort of interference or DQ. I exactly. thought Sasha was going to get involved. This is where you would see their kind of story go, um, because based on their backstage promo that they had cut, I think right before they had uh, started the match. You know, you feel that tension. You know they're going there. They've been building this for months now. I think somehow starting she's and gonna... stopping, starting and yeah. stopping. 
So I thought, okay, Charlotte's having a meaningless match. I don't know. Charlotte can afford to eat a pin because she's Charlotte. But um, I didn't expect it to end that way, so I was very shocked. And it was, you know, it wasn't clean, but afterward, Charlotte, her face was like, okay. You know, she had a very, very big smirk because she knew that um, she cheated to win, and that's in Charlotte's repertoire also, yeah. based on her background, her dad's thing too. Um, Rick's daughter. Rick's daughter. So, you know, you know, she realized, she was like, okay, all right, I see you. When will they, you know, have another match? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or when will Charlotte go back to goddamn NXT or wherever? I Well, she was on NXT. I know. We're getting there, too. Yeah, and you had a mixed tag match. You had Sonya Deville and Dolph Ziggler against Otis and Manny Rose, which should have happened weeks ago. Yeah. And Mandy Rose... Should have happened before. Mandy Rose's new outfit. <laughs> the Daisy Duke outfit? Yeah, it was like, I mean, it, it fits for... Oh, it fits the Otis and her um, if Tucker being comes back, together. Well, yeah, and if Tucker comes back, it He's fits that back. whatever, you know? The uh, heavy machinery look. Uh, I mean, it's a nice outfit. Absolutely. put it that way. I miss Tucker. I like I like heavy machinery as a tag team. I do too. I think Tucker's a I think t- Tucker and Otis work well he, together. I think he did a flip. Yeah, time. he's a big dude. He's Tucker's like six guy. six. He's a big yeah. guy. Um, but but I, yes, I I agree with you. Also, I I do like them as a tag team. Yeah, sure. and then and then you had Hardy and Sheamus. Now, my opinion of that is Jeff Hardy won. You know where this is going. You know where this is going. <laughs> he's gonna get involved in the. Uh, are we at the finals yet? <laughs> I was I was giving you a clap because because it's it's such WWE <laughs> horrible booking right. is Daniel Bryan and Hardy on one side of the bracket Elias and AJ Styles obviously AJ Styles is going to beat Elias <sighs> Sheamus <laughs> this is so stupid take, take a sip same shit right. Sheamus is going to just is going to cost Hardy against Daniel Bryan. You'll have Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles in the finals, which is the right thing. And guess what's going to happen at Backlash? Another meaningless match of Sheamus against Hardy. Yeah. So that's just how the WWE... It's just... It's it's so... It's tunnel vision. It's just... You can't look left. You can't look right. It's just straight. And, like... They really don't think that we're smart. Yeah. And, like, you know, they really... You know, even... Kids are, are, you know, they're they're up on it too. You know, they're like, oh man, you know, they they know where it's going too. Yeah. Anybody with two good eyes can see oh, that. When you, it's when you watch it enough, as much as you and I have, and everybody else who I'm sure is listening and has also, it's like, hope so. Yeah. Same. <laughs> um, if not, welcome to wrestling. Right. Hello. <laughs> this is a garbage. Yeah. Garbage take. Um. You know, you, you see where this is going. They just really don't think that we're smart enough to. To figure it out, because sometimes I don't think they're smart enough to figure it out. No, and it and it shows, especially on a show like SmackDown this week. I think Bruce Pritchard's the one running the show. Not not a good look for him. Lately. No, not, not at all. Look. Last week SmackDown was was good, but this week it's it's that's the problem with SmackDown. It's like one good SmackDown, and I'll text you when the SmackDown is. It's like one week's good, two weeks sucks. One week's good, three weeks suck. So okay, all every show can't be winners, but I mean. It can be, mm-hmm. you know, like because it used to be. Yeah, used SmackDown to be. was the A oh, show yeah. before. Yeah. I think you know what hurt him. That move to Fox. 
Obviously, no fans, but even with fans there, it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, crazy. the first SmackDown on Fox was nuts. You had The Rock, you had. And then, like, it's so funny, the first SmackDown, The Rock comes out. And then you end the show. As he should have. You end the show with Kofi getting buried and Cain uh, Velasquez coming out, and then Cain Velasquez gets released three months later. Yeah, that, later. that's a really, really bad Horrible. look. Horrible. That's a bad look. Um, and I know they know it. Horrible. Something that they actually do know is that that was bad. Yeah. Definitely bad. But yeah. But so, you know, so you were saying we had the mixed tag match, which could have happened any other time. It could have happened. Have that backlash. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just put it on that card. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, backlash is going to be a horrible pay-per-view. Yeah. It's, it's set it's, up it's, for wherever else we're going. It's going to be bad. But, like, don't make something disposable. Have some sustenance to it. Like, give us something that, okay, all right, yeah, guys, we know that, you know, you hated whatever had happened weeks leading up into yeah. this pay-per-view. All right, so we're going to pay this off. We're going to give you a little something. We're going to do this at the end of this match. We're going to set up this. We all know where this is going. Anything after WrestleMania season um, is kind of throwaway, and it just built... uh, A couple feuds are built because of SummerSlam, and everything else is just one-offs and and throwaways. Oh, yeah, because back in the day, WrestleMania was... You had WrestleMania, you had some debuts, you had some big things happen. You had the Raw after WrestleMania, which was huge. Huge. And then two weeks later, they would go do a European tour. Yes. So they wouldn't start anything until they got back. And by the time they got back, it was almost time for... Build up for SummerSlam because yeah. they had the major pay per views back in the day. It was right. like four pay per views, and now it's. And now we, we were probably. No, we got that. We were probably do another Saudi show at some point yeah. in these couple months. Uh, October? Oh, I thought we might have got one in summer. Oh, point. yeah? Yeah. Uh, in like late June. That's just that. That's a whole. That's a whole podcast on, in and of itself. It's blood money. Blood. Uh, one of the podcasts I listen to, they call it "Blood Money in the Sand." <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah. And then and then they wanted to host WrestleMania. Did you hear hear about that? They wanted to host it once it got canceled. Man. Nobody would. Nobody wants to go over there. Period. Fuck no. Let alone have a WrestleMania. How how dare you give it to the Saudis? Because that's. All about money when London and and the UK deserve it. The UK deserves WrestleMania before before yeah. any other country. Definitely, hundred percent. When they had SummerSlam and hell, Australia is a close second. Yeah, uh, I know that's super far away. Logistics, yeah. it's a nightmare. But you know, when SummerSlam happened in ninety two. With yeah, British Bulldog, Bulldogs, yeah, yeah. you had British Bulldog headline. Huge match at Wembley. Yeah, it was like ninety. It was like seventy or eighty thousand people. Yeah, you know, and um, I actually watched that SummerSlam the other day. It was good. Yeah, uh, aside from LOD, you know, because uh, you know that uh, Hawk was messed up. Yeah, he was jacked up. He was jacked up. He was like high or drunk or whatever. Yeah, and then they said that on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Which yeah, we got to get to also. Oh yeah, uh, and then that another. Match from that was uh, Undertaker against Kamala, mm. and uh, Undertaker came out in a hearse. I remember standing in the back of a hearse. <laughs> so that's SmackDown. Um, I'm not going to waste any more time. I don't think Alex is going to waste any more time too, because it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was just garbage. But in pure a, garbage. But a, on a good note, let's go to great programming NXT. Yes. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. 
Thank the, bri- the bright spot of the week. Garbage, Thank you. Thank good, you, Triple H. and then garbage to end the week. You had the sandwich of shit, but the great <laughs> meat was NXT. The good meat. The good meat. Meat's <laughs> in the middle. Shitty bread and good meat, you know? Um, opens up a carrying cross and with Charlotte. A, with a killer, um, killer entrance. Yeah. And he squashes some random dude. Think <laughs> random dude. Some random dude. Who's already in the ring watching the uh, yeah. entrance. The cinematic uh, entrance. And uh, after the match, Tom, uh, Tommaso Ciampa comes out. And um, cuts an awesome promo. Good promo. Good promo. He owns NXT. This is my ring. Welcome to the main event. And we're going to be at TakeOver. He doesn't call it in your house, though, because he says at TakeOver. Yeah. So there's the first match that's announced, uh, carrying Cross against uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and I do think Cross is going to win. Yeah, rightfully so. Yes. You can't have him. If Cross loses, that's horrible booking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cross has to win. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, a, I think it'll be a violent match. Oh, I think they'll be yeah. very aggressive, but I do think Karrion Cross has to win because you build him up and you build him up and you build him up. I think he won't lose. get a super clean pin. I think Scarlett will get involved just a yeah, just a bit. Yeah, uh, enough, well, enough to distract for him to lose yeah. on like oh shit, I, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know. And now another the second match I'm gonna announce is a is a triple threat. Women's champion Charlotte Flair against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai, and at the end of NXT we saw that uh, build up. Yes, because Charlotte Flair cost the match between Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. So, which just brings us to the Charlotte Flair theory that <clears throat> anytime the WWE needs somebody to be put into a situation and ratings are are low, you go to Charlotte Reigns. I mean Charlotte Flair. And because uh, she is like the Roman Reigns of, of of women's wrestling, I think. I think they're trying to stuff Charlotte down everyone's throat. I mean, we all know she's good. She's a great wrestler. Yeah, everyone knows is. that. She is. Becky's gone. Becky um, Becky Lynch was over a lot. Well, very over. Yeah. And maybe this is what WWE is doing, trying to give us Charlotte now. Yeah. And I, I think the women of NXT deserve mm-hmm. a lot of credit also, yeah. past and, and present, because the, the women's division is so strong um, as a whole with all, all three brands. Yeah. Um, but NXT, I think, is doing some awesome work. Oh, yeah. And they actually allow those women to get over on the um, on their own, you know, and have their own gimmicks. Like, you have... a. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart comes out on that tank, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. It's different. It's different. You know, um, it fits her persona. Yeah, very DX like. If you notice, uh, Triple H throws in some of his old gimmicks, like the 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 tank. Yep. When Damian Priest was suffocating Finn Balor with the chair, he did that with Batista. Yep. There's a there, I saw a picture of that. So I think Triple H is kind of bringing in some special moments from his from his career. And bringing it towards NXT, but it and, works. And good for and him. It, it works. works. <laughs> it works. Like, he's got his finger on the pulse. Yeah, he should have it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. you know, that's for the higher ups. Like, if you're a new wrestling fan, like you're like, oh, what to watch? What to watch? NXT. If you want to watch wrestling, you watch NXT. If you want to watch drama and production, 
You watch the other two shows. Drama, <laughs> drama and production. If you, yeah. if you, if you want to watch a wrestling show, you watch NXT. If you want to watch a show about wrestling, <laughs> you watch Raw and SmackDown. If you want to watch Hot Garbage, you watch SmackDown between the hours of 8 and 10. <laughs> Spoiler alert, SmackDown is from 8 to 10. Um, but no, NXT just continues to prove that it's a step above the other two shows every yeah. single week. You know, you get uh, um, a promo uh, Damian Priest on why he attacked Finn Balor. What else did we have there? We had um, that, uh, that's going to be another match that's going to be set up for Takeover. Correct. Along Balor with, should go over. You yeah. had um, you, you. I think we're looking at if not next week, maybe at Takeover. I think it's next week. Is a mixed tag between. Uh, Mia Yim and Keith Lee because uh, they're either married or they date in real yeah. life, and uh, the Garganos, yeah, um, Candice LeRae and and uh, Johnny Johnny Gargano. Gargano. That's that'd be good. I mean, I think the writing's on the wall that he's going after the North American title and Lee again, which is yeah, rightfully it. so. Yeah. It should. Right uh, now, his new heel persona. Yeah, you know, let him go for that. But like, he's gonna beat Keith Lee. He can't put him in a Gargano escape. He's too fucking big. Yeah. So, so now, I don't know how he's gonna win. The only way he's gonna win is with a cheap roll up because his wife helps him. Yeah. Or she comes out, does something. You know, that's mm-hmm. the only way it's gonna and go. Who are, who are we not talking about? The NXT champion. Right. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. Like, what do you? Uh, before we went Dream? Before, uh, that's uh, I was getting to that was like uh, I don't know if uh, William Regal came out and said something like something about Dream are they gonna have a match I, I didn't I think it. it's gonna be Dream I would like to see him uh, Adam Cole's had it for over a year now mm-hmm. right yeah. for a very very long time I was there when he won it at Brit- no he won it last June yeah did next, he yeah? yeah he won it in Bridgeport at that takeover. That was oh, yeah, that you went. Yes, yeah. yeah. Against Gargano. It was a good match. Uh, but Great match. Very, yeah, yeah very, very good. Uh, but it's it's kind of weird because they haven't really given him that much airtime. Like, no. They've been doing a lot of other... Like, for example, the Matt Riddle-Timothy Thatcher feud. That's getting a lot. So now it's turning into a submission match in a cage. So you might as just well say Why it's like a UFC match. Need the Kate. Oh, yeah. Now, Kurt Angle is special referee. Did you hear about that, too? Yes. Yeah, that broke yesterday. Another example of a guy who I thought got released. I think he got furloughed. Okay. Which, you know... I, he joins the list of Peyton Royce, Carvey Sane, who I thought were all gone. <laughs> and, uh... And uh, he's... Cut now... Oh, we didn't even talk about the Iconics on Raw. Oh, Yeah. It's because we forgot about it. All right, we forgot about it. Oh, right, well, so well, we could talk about that. Um, I think they're leading to a breakup, but... Yeah, which... They, they're better together. Yeah, they're better together. I don't see Peyton Royce or Billy Kay having great singles careers, because I think they're better they off were, the team. They were single until the very end of NXT, where they mm-hmm. put them together. Yeah. They let that run, and then they brought them up. But all yeah, right, so back, back yeah. to NXT. So back to NXT. That was our iconic talk, all 25 seconds. Um, back to NXT. So you throw in Kurt Angle as a special referee against Timothy Thatcher, and you have Matt Riddle. Uh, a submission match. So. Oh my God, that guy's teeth scares me. Thatcher. Oof. Yeah, he's. Oof. Get him done. A little rough there. Little rough. Little rough. I do. Yeah. Do I see Kurt Angle interfering? No. No. Do I see for what? Do I see him getting accidentally punched or pushed? Yes. But his 
his no neck. He looks like the guy from 90 Day Fiance, Ed, with no neck now. Because stump. he can't move. He yeah. looks like a stump. He looks like a stump. And I feel... Remember he was in the shield gear? Oh, yeah. To turn... He his hands up. He couldn't put his hands up because he really can't. <laughs> and then to turn, he has to take his whole body to the right and yeah. take his whole body to the left. Like, you feel bad. You know, you're that watching a shell of something. That was, that was when he was an honorary member of the shield. Oh, yeah. So it was uh, Triple H. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. So, I don't... I don't that match is very random. I, I can't wait for um, Pete Dunne to come back and see where that goes. Um, and hopefully... I like Pete Dunne a lot. Oh, he's the best. Pete Dunne's great. Oh. I like Pete Dunne a lot. And then you text- he can't really talk, so when they were in the tag team together, his little one-liners and letting Matt Riddle do all the yeah. talking was... Perfect. And you had Dexter Loomis against Roderick Strong. Dude, that dude's got a tattoo. You know, he's got a all-black tattoo. It's just like a black square. Yeah. Like, that scares me. Yeah. It's just black. Yeah, it's just like colored who, in. Which had to be something. Mm-hmm. Somebody screwed up. No. No. Black. People get those tattoos. That's weird. There's a certain name for it. I forgot what it was, but it's like it's like just black color. Oof. And uh, this is a little mustache and... Uh, he lost to Roderick Strong, and then he saw Dream come out. But yeah. Like, when when we do these reviews, like, sometimes we may be out of order because we don't use the Google. We just use, like, off the top of the dome. So that's why Alex said before we forgot to talk about the Iconics because normally we talk about the, the moments that were the most memorable. And yeah. if we don't... We don't. I didn't mean. I forgot about the iconics, and we forgot to mention about the. We mentioned axe throwing. But oh yeah, was, we said we were going to mention that. That was so okay. So let's go back to RAW real quick. So you had Street Profits and the Viking Raiders on the heels of a great basketball game two weeks ago. They decide to go <laughs> axe throwing. You said that with a serious face. <laughs> <laughs> they decide to go axe throwing and. At a, at a Viking LARP event. Yeah. They was, were LARPing out in the forest. Yeah, shit. no, it was, it was in the forest. It was like Oakland Park. It was like a random park. It was like... It was like... It, it was, was like behind a, a school. It was, <laughs> I was about to say that. It was like a park behind right a Right by Taunton School. Yeah, like, like around the corner from my house is Taunton School. It's like back there with soccer posts and everything. And then like... <laughs> It, it was so, the way it was it, shot. It was horrible. Well, was like, they, they shot it the same way they were doing the basketball, yeah, though. So like, I, I, I like that because it was funny. Yeah, and then like, but who launches up like, <laughs> like who throws an axe like that? And like, I feel bad for if there was somebody like you know the woman, the woman that was riding that horse was in it? the beginning. It looked like Sarah Logan. I, I thought it was. Or I thought it was made to look like her. Okay, I thought it was Sarah Logan. If so, then just. Put her, put her on the roster. What Again, she joins the lists of wrestlers that I thought were released. But that the vignette, it, they shown it three times, so it was like twelve minutes long, basically. Like yeah, and they showed stages of what was going yeah. on, right? And then it like the Vikings were mad because they threw an axe at their. Barrel of water. Did you see that part? Oh, I like, don't think it was water. I think it was like let's say it was like rum or oh, something. It was alcohol. Yeah. You wouldn't get you wouldn't get pissed off. Of some, it was a it was a barrel. Yeah, like, it yeah it's alcohol. Rum. Yeah. And then, <laughs> or what was alcohol? And then they had the worst actors come to be cops at the end. 
like typical WWE. Yeah. Like when, well, like when or the security guards, some wrestlers who are yeah, just trying to get up. AKA anytime that a security guard comes out on a wrestling show and they're standing in the middle of the ring, like those are all developmental wrestlers. Tommaso Ciampa was one of those yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, no. but everybody. Uh, the, um, when uh, what's his name? Uh, Ty Dillinger. Yep. He was a. There was a scene where Shawn Michaels super kicked the production assistant, aka Ty Dillinger. Yeah. So that's what. The, like, if anyone doesn't know that, Sean that's Spears. That's what yeah. WWE does. Like, they have all the developmental wrestlers be the security guards. All the people that used to come out with Adam Rose and that parade of people. Yeah, Braun Strowman. Those, Braun 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 those were all wrestlers. Anyone that was carrying the Macho Man back in the day, they were all wrestlers. So that's that's what they do. Like they'll save just, money. Yeah, they'll just pick some random or they, dude. they pick random uh, people from the town that yeah. they're in yeah. who have wrestlers. If they're like, they pay yeah. them a quick two hundo, and yeah. you know, they're good to go. Get super kicked. Here you go. Hey, you yeah. had a couple seconds on television. Yeah. Man. So that, that's what they do, but that vignette was and like the, the thing that's kind of weird is like they get really long they get like along with each other so it's a face and a face because the Viking Raiders are face right now and so are the Street Profits but like there has to be a time where something happens and I think that's coming yeah and I think that's why you're doing Profits are gonna go, yeah Profits are gonna go heal no, uh, no, no, oh no, my god, no, 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 no. no, no, no. They're, that, they're, that, they're face forever. Especially when... I don't think you can have two black guys like that as heels, really. It, I don't think it works that much anymore. Thinking about today's culture, it's a little... Uh, unless you do it in a different way, but... Bobby Lashley's heel. Well, he's just... Well, him yeah. The way that the street profits are portrayed... Yeah. It doesn't work in the... Political climate that we, oh, okay. you know, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. and we'll leave that yeah. to another day. But yeah. um, they're good in the role that they are. Oh, yeah, they are. So you see that, okay, after all these vignettes, when we get back to some some realness and, and a sense of seriousness, you'll see the um, Viking Raiders turn heel because they need another heel. Tag yeah, they team. came up with heel and face and right. The, the well, big, they the came big up and down and up and down and one. You know, what, it was what, weird. What were they called? The, the Viking Experience. The Viking or Experience. And now the finisher is called that. Yeah, yeah. They changed it for three weeks. I remember when they first debuted. War Raiders. And they I remember were War Machine, not to be confused with the dude who beat up that girl. Yes. Yeah. I remember the first debut, and I texted you. I was like, "The Viking experience," <laughs> yeah. because uh, USA didn't like war. War, yeah. yes. So Vince McMahon pulled one out of his ass and said, "Viking experience." Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. So that that was kind of the recap of the shows, and you know what? Who who knows where this is going after this? After they just torched everything that was done from the pay per views and all the. All the uplifting moments from two weeks ago, they just set it ablaze this week in typical WWE fashion. It was like the weeks prior never happened. Yeah. I, I get that feeling. Yeah, it was like, you know, they get your hopes up with great programming, and then it's up and down. And ebbs up and, and flows, down. that's it. Yeah, I need a good shitty episode for people like us to talk about, <laughs> and uh, they move on, so... We'll see what happens, but, you know, we're, we were thinking about topics, and, like, this one just stands out. The fact that how WWE can manipulate your mind to think that any good pro, that any programming is good. That's the one thing that they don't do. I don't think they think about the fans enough, but at the same time... And they, guess they, what? They need to think about the fans. No, they don't. They're no. a billion-dollar company, but guess what? What are we doing sitting here at 10 o'clock on a Sunday? 
Yeah. We're discussing what had happened mm-hmm. every week. Every single week. They win. Yeah. You know, because we love it. We're sucker for it. <laughs> we, are. we are glutton. That's what we can call this episode. Gluttons for punishment. Yeah. That's, that, that's good. And that Dumpster that's fire, glutton for punishment. And that's what we are. But we, we love it when we suspend disbelief. We said this for weeks now. And yeah. it's just... We just like to comment on it, and you know, you got to call people out on it, and I'm sure they get called out within their own people. Wrestling for me, it's like, it doesn't matter how bad it is, I'm going to keep watching it. Same. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter, because we're just laughing about it, because it's it's it's, hysterical. It's not like a cereal where I try it, and I hate it, and I I don't buy it again. Yeah. I don't care what's on wrestling, I'm going to watch it. It doesn't matter to me. I will watch the product. I I was through I would I watched it through the bad times where they were getting decimated by WCW. I watched it in the good times, Attitude Era, and all this stuff. But there's a lot of stuff going on. McMahon's getting old, and people are selling their stock. There's no fans. They're losing money. He goes going XFL bankrupt. You know what the hell's going on? But there's some people out there like like um, Paul Heyman who's trying to bring that balance back and I yeah. think he's a great mastermind and he's doing raw right now but I think other people get in the way of yeah. greatness a lot of the times yeah. because they don't know how to stop mm-hmm. and I think and that's like a lot of us where we we don't know like uh, so so the undertaker we'll talk about the last ride he doesn't know when to stop and everybody yeah. who who's been on the show have been like you know you just never know mm-hmm. you know if you know well he said stop, that you know yeah, he said in an he interview... He can't get out of his own way. That he wants his last match to be a match where he knows that he can go out and said that's it. Mm. And well, who he, doesn't want to go out on Yeah. Track? If he doesn't get his last match, if he doesn't get... If it's not a casket match, I don't care. Because if he doesn't go out in a casket, what's the point? What's I, the point of the whole like, I, gimmicky thing? My... Now, if I'm booking or, or the buried alive one last time, if I'm if I'm booking the Undertaker for SummerSlam 30 year anniversary, SummerSlam or, or Survivor, Survivor Series, Series, sorry, I would want yeah. him to come out how he came out 30 years ago. He, well, it was a traditional uh, Survivor Series five on five. He, he was the secret four member, four, whatever it was. He was the secret member of Ted DiBiase's team. Yes, and yes. He comes out with the hat, the gloves, the cut off. Right. Look, at the size shirt. Yeah. Look at the size of that hammer. Look at the size of that hammer. That's how I want him to go out. Okay. And I know it's not going to happen because... It's, it's too many people involved. Yeah. But it could be at uh, you Survivor gotta, Series. you got to throw it back to how he used to look. Like, that that look when he first debuted was crazy. Didn't I he mean, have, like, right shorts here. that were, like, cut off but pointy? The shirt was. The shirt was. And then I he had the he had black pants on, but like he had like gray uh, socks and gray like socks. gray socks that went over with the boots, and he had the gray gloves on. And then he went the purple. Purple. Yeah, but when he first debuted, he had long red hair. Yeah. Like bright red hair. Yep. And he had just a little purple like eye shadow or something. Yeah, on and his name his was supposed eyes. to be Kane the Undertaker. But they screwed up. Yeah, and they just switched it to the end. You know the Kane? You know Kane used to wear a cape? Did you ever see that video picture of Kane? No. When Kane did house shows when he first started, he had him in a red cape. And, uh, yeah, that wow. was weird too, but that's how I want the Undertaker to go out. And, you know, this episode that's coming on tonight, I read is about, it's called, uh, 
<clears throat> like one last ride or something like that. It's five. It, this is five parts, right? So there's. I think it's eight parts, seven or eight parts. Oh, all right, well, but uh, I'm happy then. Yeah, tonight's good. episode is about when they did the Brothers of Destruction against DX at that Saudi show. Yes, like how and like how was. disappointed Undertaker was with it. Well, then I think they followed that up with that stupid Goldberg match. So he's. Oh yeah, they're gonna. So that's, that's so two in a row then. He thought he was gonna die in that ring that day. So let me let me get this straight. I think. There was no Undertaker match at the Mania we went to. There wasn't. Which was very weird. No appearance either. No appearance. So I'm wondering if they talk about that at some point. Maybe. He like, was there, though. He was there. Yeah. Like, there's pictures of him. Because maybe he had another surgery that yeah. we don't know about. And which kind of sucked for out. me, because, like, my first WrestleMania, uh, you know, I don't That's care. That's who we would have thought you would have seen. We got that stupid John Cena uh, yeah. thug doctor, although that was kind of that funny. because great. For me, I never was around for the doctor thugging off. That was great, but, like, still, though... Well, I mean, it was around. I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, still, uh, as a diehard Undertaker fan, like I am, I thought he was going to come out. I mean, I did see it. I did see the end. I remember I went to a SmackDown. And, I, wa- and I was there when they were doing on the, I think it was the second, second episode with the Cena at uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Me and my watch, uh, me and my watch, me and my <laughs> wife watched that episode together. And we were, and we were like, oh, we got to try to find ourselves in the crowd. Yeah. And I like, did we could see the general area where we were at, but like it was, it was really cool. Um, I pat, saw, it was, yeah. That was the best WrestleMania set, by the way. Um, with like that, with the mask for New Orleans, hands down best WrestleMania uh, set, and I'll fight anybody to tell me otherwise. No. Last year's was just very like square and like hot garbage. <laughs> That's what it was. Hot garbage. It was a screen. It was a screen. It was a screen. I, I finally, like, started to watch some of that media. Like, I haven't really watched from start I've, to finish the one in New Orleans where I was there and the one from last year. I've watched most. The one, the one that you were at, in my opinion, was the one that was the better one. 34. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So much going on. The whole place was electric in New Orleans. If nobody's ever been to New Orleans, go to New Orleans when... We're all able to travel again because it, it was just the best. Such a great time. Awesome city. Any place where you can take a drink with you and walk around the town with it, it doesn't have to be concealed or whatever, and you can just go about your business is a city for me. Yeah. That's for sure. Definitely. Um, but the whole city was electric for wrestling because there was also, like, PWG shows and stuff going on at the same time. Yeah, didn't you go um, to a... Uh... No, I did. I did. You saw Rosenberg, right? I, I did. I did. I did see Rosenberg. Yeah, I met him and uh, Stack Guy Greg SGG. They were doing like a. They call it a, a heat and greet at this. Uh, I think it was called Legends or something. It was at this um, sports bar. I like their so name. Really cool. If anyone asks me, how'd you come up with the name Sunset Flip Radio? I I just I don't know. It just came to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I came like, to me in a dream. Like I remember, I was watching. Like, because when I watch WWE Network, I think of, like, I watch of anything, like, I always I always shoot with Gorilla Monsoon. Mm. So, like, Gorilla Monsoon, when he was a commentator. Flip, over the top. Yeah. Over the top, Sunset Flip. Like, Sunset Flip. All right, cool. Sunset Flip Radio. It's something different. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was looking up wrestling podcast names, like, on a... Like a generator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Like one of them, fantasy one of, football team name generator? One of them, I remember one of them was, uh, I typed in uh, for wrestling podcast generator, and it came up as, like, the wrestling zone, and I'm like, oh my god. I think there Imagine is. Imagine that. I think there, I think is, there is something one. called that. Welcome to the wrestling zone. Like, yeah. no, but, um, like, it's funny, you talk about WrestleMania sets, 
Um, that one was good. It was great. It was great. Like, watching set. it back, like when Charlotte came out, the first match was the Intercontinental Championship. The best entrance was Charlotte's entrance, I thought. It was. Um, uh, Alexa Bliss's was great, too, because she was kind of up in the air for a yeah. while. Like, being there, you can see all them get ready for that. Um, when The Undertaker came out, that was literally fire because it was fire. Um, and it was really cool. Did you ever hear what The Undertaker said about why he has such long entrances? Uh, he said it this week. I didn't read the article. He's like, if I if I know I'm gonna have a bad match with somebody, I, I'd make the entrance longer so it's worth it. <laughs> I'm like, you're smart, right? And yeah. he also said that the people's elbow. Did you hear about this? Yes, was the people's a, elbow was created. It was a rib just yeah. to get him to laugh. Just get him to laugh, and it got over so much that you know. It was the best. It's, it's the most electrifying move, move in all sports, sports entertainment today. People's elbow. Oh. But, uh, yeah, we're, we were talking about, like you said, WrestleMania sets. And it's funny because, like, you start watching the WrestleManias earlier, and it was just, like, the curtain. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. random it's curtains. Very, and Because it wasn't that big of a production until... WrestleMania I'm saying, 8 yeah. was when they had, like, that... Rectangle looking thing with the lights and the WWF logo in the middle, and then like WrestleMania Nine was like Nine the was first the one time. was outside. Yes, that was Nine the one was where the it first started one. to get Caesar's yeah. Palace. They had the set, yeah, and then Ten they had like the doors of the X doors. It was because it was a it was up. Ten, yeah, 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 but um, but it didn't start to get like super. Uh, like stage wide, I don't think until you got to. The 20? Mid, mid 20s. Mid 20s. By the time 17. they only started to go into big arenas. I remember 15 was an X and a V. And it was like a curtain behind. Yeah, I'm I not, I'm not talking curtain. I'm talking about like, God, oh, Ram is fucking huge. Uh-oh. So mid 20s. So we're talking about first Taker Michaels match. Yeah. I think that's when we started to. Um, See big set designs. Yeah, WrestleMania 23 also. Yeah, I'm just... WrestleMania 23, I remember, it was in uh, Detroit. Yeah, whatever had, one was in uh, L.A., was that 22? No, no, no. WrestleMania that, was Hollywood, that was 21. 21, 21. Yeah. Well, that was inside Staples Center. That yeah. was, like, one of the last times where uh, it was actually held in the arena. WrestleMania 22, that was weird, because WrestleMania 22 was at the Rosemont Horizon. Mm. Chicago, which is like 14,000 people. Yeah. I don't know why they had it there. It was like a throwback to there. I don't know why, but ever since WrestleMania 22, uh, starting, so it's about 13 years ago, Yeah, it was in, held in uh, stadiums, football stadiums. But, uh, I mean, they're already saying that it's going to be canceled in L.A. next year. And then... That's a shame. And then they already announced, or the, their writing's in the wall, that it's going to go to Tampa the year after that. I thought they they actually made that announcement. Oh, they did. I thought. I don't uh, know. You tell me wrong. I'll hit the old Google. <laughs> Use Google. But um. But yeah, so we we talked about the shows of this week, and we talked about that hot garbage. <laughs> and uh, what, the, what, 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 the, the week that was hot garbage. <laughs> what what we're gonna what we're gonna try to do is after we give you the week in review, we're just gonna talk about some random like a, just a random topic that you know we've been thinking about, and you know um, one of the things that uh, that I was thinking about was uh, was like pay per views because I've been watching a lot of pay per views recently, just old school in your house and stuff. But I mean. I mean, my, my favorite pay-per-views of all time are the old school Survivor Series pay-per-views when you had the, the team matches, and that was so cool. You had the Survivors, the match of the Survivors at the end. You know, that, that, that will never happen now. No. Because after 1991, they kind of slow 
slowly turned like the Survivor Series into like a, a individual regular, match. Yeah. yeah. And like the same with the Royal Rumble, like the Royal Rumble. And they tried to kind of revitalize that Survivor Series 4 on 4, 5 on 5. Yeah, a couple times. Most recently, yeah. you know, in the last couple of years. Um, you know, where they really started to put that emphasis on, okay, we got to at least have that Survivor Series match, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, especially with this recent one of the three brands against each other. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. I thought it was good. That Survivor Series, I thought it was good. It was good. great. I'd watch that back. There's yeah. not a lot of paper. So it's talking about pay-per-views. There's not a lot that I would, I personally would... I need to go back and watch that. Other than WrestleManias, you gotta watch WrestleManias. You, you have to. Um, yeah, no matter what, you gotta watch those. But like, other than the big four, there's not a lot. Other because we all know there's moments from a lot of pay per views that you go back to watch specifically mm-hmm. for said match. Hell, a promo or three, you know, just to watch and see certain things. Um, but never anything really good from start to finish. No. Not not much. I mean, I'm, you know, this is my personal opinion, you know. You, you're going to say otherwise. You've been watching a lot of these more recently um, from years past. So um, what, do you, what do you think? What's your take? Some that you can just go start to finish it really good. We just said Survivor Series uh, 2019 was great. Probably any early WrestleMania for me. Just the nostalgia. I mean, uh, yeah. like, I can watch... WrestleMania three to eight, no three to seven, three through seven I can watch straight. Okay. Um, just because the commentating alone. Again, I'm a huge yeah. Gorilla Monsoon fan, yeah. so the commentating alone it was definitely three through seven. I can watch any old school Royal Rumble. You know, I'm glad you said that because I, as you're saying something in my mind, I'm thinking I'm like, can I watch Royal Rumbles? I can. Obviously, you know who wins. Yeah. But, like, you know, you, you look to f- for certain spots that this happened, that yeah. that happened. Yeah. Like, I can watch any you Royal Rumble, Rumble match. You watch the Rumble match. Yeah, any, right? any Rumble match. Rumble match, yes. Yeah. Anything else going on, sometimes you feel it doesn't matter. Other times, there's some really good, like, takeaways, some good well, matches. Oh, yeah, well, that's, there, that's because know? more updated years, they actually give matches of significant meaning during Correct. the Rumble. yes. Back in the day, it was just like... The Barbarian versus Big Boss Man. You had to have something aside from what the spectacle is. Two guys that had no... Business working. Yeah, just no grudge. Like, that's what it is now. Like, product now, it's all about grudges. Like, all about storylines. Obviously, we talk about storylines all the time. So, like, at this crap fest known as Backlash in two weeks, (laughs) like, we're going to see... We're not going to see, like... Classics, you know. Although we could see the greatest wrestling match of all time. Oh God! <laughs> Bang my head against the wall on that one. <laughs> like, why do you? How can you call it the greatest wrestling match? I know, I know, I'm repeating myself. Tom's rant here it comes. But like, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you. Your face is beating uh, right now. I know it's just no, this is this is this it's is very going, angering. I can tell this is this is going towards like the new day rant. Like I just I fucking hate the new day. I'm like I'm gonna go back to that. <laughs> I just hate the new day. Like like okay again you you give the new day all these platforms, but you don't put them on TV. You don't put them on TV. Like 
that title, that title means nothing. It oh. just means. It, how do you know that the hacker oh. make an appearance? The glasses came the off. Glasses That's the equivalent off. of the straps come down. Yeah, like <laughs> how do you not have? The hacker make an appearance. How do you not have the fiend make an appearance? How do you not give the viewers that part that's missing? You just it's just a bunch of BS promos and crappy matches. Which it's and it's not just this week. Last week was different. But like weeks before that, it was especially when they had like when they were. It's this roller coaster ride of of good and bad. Yeah, and you're 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 at the bad a lot, so it yeah, takes a long time to get back up. Yeah, like it was pretty bad when like when they were showing like old matches on Raw. Oh, like yeah. like when they replayed the Royal Rumble, that was like an hour and a half. Well, that was at the beginning of that all this, hard, where they yeah. didn't really know how they were going to go about producing all these things. So I get it, but. All these old matches with commercials, which you didn't have because they were normal yeah. pay per views, took like forty five minutes. Took a whole, a whole hour. Yeah. They played the Royal Rumble, which leading up to WrestleMania, I think that was an hour and change. Yeah, it was. that was a good Royal Rumble this year. It was. It was great. It was good. See, was... another thing I can watch back. Yeah, it was just so good. I mean, Edge's return. Oh, Edge's oh. return alone was was great. Oh, it's the best. And McIntyre winning. The finally the right guy. I mean, you know, the right guy won it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Who? You had Nakamura win. You had Nakamura win. You had Randy Orton win. Yep. That was when they had The Undertaker in it with Goldberg, and that was smart to give Undertaker the win on that. But, oh yeah, Seth Rollins won it last year. Mm -hmm. That made sense. Yep. I mean, it still doesn't make sense that they had Brock Lesnar and Rollins open at WrestleMania. I thought that was a bad decision. But... Wham, bam, thank you, man. Give Brock his money. Get him out of there. My hot take is I don't think that women's match should have been the main event. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. This is a good one. Go on. <laughs> I just don't. I just Go don't. on. I just. I don't like the. I didn't like the finish. I didn't, li I didn't, like, I didn't the like the finish. Here we go. Here's. I, we, yeah. I mean, also, dude, we were there. We were tailgating hard. Oh, yeah. So it was a long day. So that. Yeah. You, you haven't been. So that was your first one. We had gone the year prior. Yeah. So we kind of knew. Like, I knew. I had told you. It's like, all right, I'm going to stop drinking now because I don't want to have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Because I knew. I was like, ah, I'm not getting up because I ain't getting back. <laughs> like, I knew it was going to be a madhouse. Um, and I didn't want to leave. Yeah. Like, did you think that match should have made an event at WrestleMania? I did, yes. Okay. Um, the finish was... I didn't know what was up with that. I didn't... I didn't know, but also... No one knew what happened. Nobody knew what happened. And, and at that time, dude, I think it clock struck 12. Yeah. It was like 12.01, like, 12.05 when the match ended. The biggest pop of the night was Kofi, hands down. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, watching that back gives me goosebumps, because for me, you know, I'm a person of color, you know, I'm a mixed kid, so that, that meant a lot. Um, Again, it was, it was great to see Kofi win. Kofi, not the new day. Kofi. Kofi. Yes. Kofi. It was good to see Kofi win. Oh gosh. But um, I'm not gonna touch. Don't don't, don't, don't talk do, about don't the new do, day. Don't do Kofi like. And that. like the new day WrestleMania, they haven't done anything. Think about it. Think about this for a second, right? This is this is typical Vince McMahon, right? Vince McMahon 101. I'm not talking about the new day. You give the new day so much push, right? Yep. WrestleMania 32, Dallas. Yep. They lose to the League of Nations. Right? Yeah, I forgot about that. They hosted WrestleMania the next year. Correct. They came out of... Right? 
Was that the year they came out of the big old bootios dressed up as uh, that was Dragon Ball Z? That, that was 32. 33 they hosted in Orlando, right? Yeah. They were the ones that announced the Hardy Boys came back and they did all that shit. I thought that they were going to join the match, which I was cool with. And then the heart that was a great WrestleMania moment. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Yeah, let's talk about WrestleMania moments. There we go. This, this is when we just talk. This Wrestle just talk. Wrestle talk. Wrestle talk. Back to the new day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. WrestleMania 34, right? New, you were there. Yep. They didn't win. Mm-hmm. They lost to who, remember? The Bludgeon Brothers, right? That was a fatal four-way. Mm-hmm. It's New Day, Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, I forgot about the Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers, New Day, Usos, and who was the other one? Who was the other tag team there? It wasn't the Hardys, was it? No. Mm-hmm. Just some random, random... I think it was, it was a triple threat. Yeah. But they, like, they don't, they don't win at WrestleMania. Kofi did. New Day hasn't. Have they ever won WrestleMania? I don't think so. Collectively? No. No. See, no. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. You maybe, know. Maybe they don't, they feel like they don't need to go over at that time. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just I don't know. spitting I don't, I don't right know. now. I don't know. They're Again, bigger than. This isn't a New Day rant. This is just saying this is, this is a booking rant. This is booking. But, uh. <laughs> this is booking. This, this is booking. But, like, even back in the day, like Tito Santana, right? He was one in eight at WrestleMania. Mm. He said, "If you want to win, you you wrestle Tito Santana." Yes, he he won his first match. He won his first he won his first Mania match. He was the lost. first yep. wrestler to wrestle at WrestleMania, and he won the debut match, and he mm-hmm. lost the next eight. <laughs> who who else did have a good WrestleMania record? Was it Jake the Snake? I don't know. There's another wrestler that like never won a lot at WrestleMania. It seems like a lot of people. Macho, well, Macho Man won the four in one year, but like even Macho Man, well, he won at two, lost at three, won four, lost five. Well, because it, I think it's lost big, six, lost seven, lost seven. I I think it's one ten. It's bigger than sometimes it's bigger than actually winning, because it's about being put over and stuff. I I think it, it depends on who it is. Yeah, Macho Man didn't need that. True. He gave he gave the rub to other people and and. Hogan needed it. Yeah. You needed Hogan. So he subsequently lost, but in reality won, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Hogan. That's not true of everybody, and Mm -hmm. it works for some. I mean, Undertaker Undertaker went 21 in a row. Right. That's because the streak was a storyline after 10. Right, and he said that in the documentary. Somebody was like, oh, man, do you know that you're undefeated, blah, blah, blah? And he's like, oh, shit, no. Yeah. And, I mean, it kind of started to work where he was with age, so mm-hmm. they worked that into it, and, you know, now that, that's his history. that so. moment of him losing is definitely one of the top WrestleMania moments of all time. Of course. Like, for me, of course. like, if I had to pick maybe five moments that stick out in my mind, Undertaker losing, Macho Man getting back with Miss, with Miss Elizabeth, mm-hmm. the TLC match from 17 was ridiculous. Yeah, the first match, um, yep. The Hardy Boys returning was was a was a great pop and a great yeah, road, overall road feeling. Pop, right? Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's just so many other good moments. Um, I mean, even though Hogan lost, the Warrior changing of the guard was a pretty special moment with Warrior and Hogan. 
even though you, you look back on it and it definitely wasn't the right decision probably well, cause, also because you didn't know that things were going to just flip flop again because it didn't work yeah because he was a greedy son of a bitch right so you know knowing what you did at the time yes mm-hmm. but now and Kofi Kofi's moment was good so like I mean obviously what he does is he has a special moment from each Wrestlemania like if you look at last year it was Kofi the year before that when you were there what was the big moment Ronda Rousey debuting Undertaker coming back uh, Brock Lesnar winning, even though everyone thought he was going to leave. Oof. Well, I, I had mentioned this on one of the first or, podcasts I or had an, Or an eight-year-old winning the tag team titles. Oh, God. So you have, People like, wanted to riot, by the way. Like, really? I can't even... You can't, I can't even... Uh, I can't even put it into words. or You can't even grasp that concept because you weren't there. People wanted to riot. So... The back half, for anybody who's been, who went to that WrestleMania in New Orleans, that back half, that last hour, let's say, the crowd was going because the card was unfolding. They knew it was still to come. And by timing alone, like us knowing what we know, being assholes Mm -hmm. and knowing wrestling, we knew what was coming and everybody started to groan. I believe that. And people knew. People... the beach ball came out for the Brock and uh, I, I think it came out for the um, the tag team, the Raw Tag Team Championship match um, because we thought the partner was going to be Bobby Lashley. It turns out Bobby Lashley didn't make an appearance until the Raw after or so. Yeah. And um, but I think he was backstage. So I guess they just didn't pull the plug. And that turned out to be John Cone's son, mm-hmm. Nicholas. So when that happened, uh, there's a guy, I remember his face. Two rows up and to the left, who put his hands on his head, turned around and mouthed to his buddy who was right behind him, was like, dude, are you serious? This is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so right there, because I think the next match, I think, was the um, the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns yeah, match. It and, was. Oh, man, I can't tell you. That was bad match placement. Like, even when we were at WrestleMania... You had the match inter- placement is so huge. And you had, they don't yeah. really care about it as much as I think they should. Do you remember the match before the main event at thirty five when we were there? I don't know if it was a match. It was. was. It? it was Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley for the IC title. G- granted, it was the Demon, but like, so you needed it to be dark, yeah, right? But but it was dark early anyway. Yeah. But it's all about match placement, honestly. Why did that? I mean. For the character, the demon, it needed to go on at dark. I get it. Yeah, but not Remember the Orton Styles match? Everybody was like, we can't see. Yeah, that went on second. Yeah, because the sun was right there. Nobody yeah. could see. Well, that and they had the yellow lights, too. <laughs> and, that was the problem. Uh, yeah, because everything was yeah. mustard and, and fucking ketchup. Yeah, because it was still light out when Seth Rollins and Lesnar fought. Oh, yeah, Sun yeah. didn't go down for at least another hour. Like, that match, that whole, that was the problem with that WrestleMania. The match placement was weird. Because after after Kofi won, you had Samoa Joe squash Rey Mysterio, and then you had Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre. And that McIntyre. match ended quickly, too, because yeah. somebody got hurt. You had Reigns McIntyre, and then, like, it was Kurt Angle, Corbin, and then it was Triple H, Batista. Oh, that's right. Uh, Reigns McIntyre, and you and I both went in that day. It was like... Um, Reigns, Where is this going? Reigns is going to win, but he, he shouldn't because they were doing Drew a disservice. Yeah. Go figure, a whole year later, he's the champion. So, I mean, yeah, that's it's, very... It's, 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 match placement, 
Not many people think that, but match placement is a big part of it helps to tell the story. Yeah, because I, I had said this last week or the week before, like the way you put a card together can help develop the storyline. Because what if somebody needs to win early in the show? For them to come back out later, or vice yeah. versa. Like Money in the Bank, we all knew that that fatal four way tag was going to open the was going to open the show. Because if, what, if, what's if, their if history of tag matches? It opens the show. Over, yeah, over the show. you just knew. You get the crowd going. That's yeah, basically what it it's is. It's just based on, on, on what they it's do. It's like with the wrestling one hundred and one. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's that, that's wrestling one hundred and one. Anytime you have Money in the Bank, like last year, it was different because the women's opened because. Bailey came back out because Becky was doing double duty. She fought Lacey Evans. She fought Charlotte. Right. Bailey came out and beat Charlotte. But this year it was different. But see that—that's the point. That mattered. Yeah. What the placement was. So you seeing that match start first, you were like, "Oh shit, this has to factor into the rest of the card." Yeah. If not, you could have put it in the middle, and then the men's at the end or whatever. Because you know Brock came back. Brock yeah. Party. Brock, Brock Party. But like placement. <sighs> And then, what, what were we talking? We were talking about? about match placement. Yeah, but before that, we were talking about. We were talking about. Oh no! I wanted to bring up because I, I got I got lost in the sauce of match of match placement. <laughs> um, WrestleMania thirty four. Mm. Like we're talking about placement again. You had a killer triple threat match to open, and then was the second match Oscar Flair? It was. Might have been. So like you had killer back to back matches. Yeah, they were ki- they 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 beat you up early. Yeah, and, and they, they, they hit you with Rousey in like the middle kind of. And that was a great match. That was the longest match. People talk about do you. That do you know that Triple, Triple H, H has all the uh, purposely put himself in the longest matches in I think six out of his seven WrestleManias. Yep. Hey, I like honestly. Near the sun alone, you can. Yeah, like the match with Batista. Like, I watched it. I watched it back because I couldn't see it. I wanted to see Batista's entrance. I just love when he does that machine gun thing. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, hands down my favorite thing. Note to self, don't don't, don't sit behind. I mean, we had good seats. I was there. I know. It yeah. Because it's... The way... No, so that goes back to our conversation earlier in this episode yeah. about the stages. That one blew screw. Like, that's it sucked. sucked. And I felt bad for the people that sit up, that sat above it. Like in the upper deck, and they showed their pictures about how half the ring was cut off by the screen. But they do give you that how disclaimer. But like, how dare you put seats? Uh, like, I guess yeah, I get you got to sell. Try to sell. Like, redesign the stage to fit the stadium. You know, a year yeah. or two in advance. Like, come on. Yes, That's, people are gonna buy them, and, but still, don't do your fans a disservice. Yeah, again, some people go to WrestleMania. It's an experience. To watch that, it. it's an that experience. tailgate is hard. That's yeah. some good shit. We started at what? That's some good shit. Was that about ten o'clock in the morning? I think so. We I, left your house. At I got that. I know. I picked up that BJ sub at ten o'clock because that's when they opened. So we left at eleven. And I got gas. I got gas. That took me fucking forever because there was such a long line. I picked up the sub. You guys, as I came back, you oh, pulled you. up. Yeah. And from there, we, stuff we, out of my car out. we were, we were there by eleven thirty. No one was around us. For a while. Yeah, for a while. For a while. And uh, we didn't... The show started at 5? Yeah. Two-hour pre-show. Yeah. And uh, that was... that was That's an five, five. And so it starts at 5. We're there at a quarter to 12, give or take. 
and we don't get back into the car until after midnight, 1230. Yeah. We don't get home until 3. Tom's got to be to work at 6. 5.30. But I had to be at work at 6. Yeah. And that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. I mean, Grant, I mean, I, I, I did pregame. Like, I tailgated, obviously, but, like, I didn't. I didn't drink inside of there because I, you know, that's I don't want to get up every ten minutes to get a drink. Yeah, I told I you after we tail. I, I got I got a beer and yeah, I, and I don't I, drink. I, I nursed that beer for like four anymore. hours. Yeah. yeah, I don't drink beer anymore as it is. So like I didn't want to do that. Plus WrestleMania, the boyhood dream has come true. Mm-hmm. My first WrestleMania. Um, that'd be a good episode for a podcast. My first WrestleMania. Granted, that was your second, my first. So, oh yes, this yeah. is basically for me that. to have a, a leg up on you makes me feel <laughs> so great because I have so much uh, leverage. It's the best. Yeah, and no. I went to one of the better wrestling. But I will challenge you so. to a trivia game. Any uh, fucking I'm gonna, day. I'm gonna lose in twenty seconds. Yeah, that maybe that'd be a good episode. Us getting a. I would have well, to no. ask you questions yes. because you can answer them. Yes. I will get stumped and I will be made. We do, we we do we did decide that, that we're gonna have our wives on the show one day, Oof. and for like twenty minutes we're gonna talk to them about wrestling and see what they really say. But it's it's kind of sad. Like when I first started watching wrestling, like the history, like I would like look up. I can tell you champions. All right, let me see if I can do it. Give me, give me a brief. Give me give me a quick brief. Oh, you're not going to go through the linear history. I think I can try. Jesus Christ. Uh, Don't do it to yourself. Give, give yourself a week <laughs> to think about no, it. I'll try, let, me, let me just try to go as far as All I right. can. Backlund lost to Sheik. Sheik lost to Hogan. Hogan technically lost to Andre, even though that was, the, that was like outside interference. That still counts. Vacant title. Macho Man wins it. Loses it to Hogan. Hogan loses it to Warrior. Warrior loses it to Slaughter. Slaughter loses it to Hogan. Hogan loses it to Undertaker. Undertaker loses it to Hogan. It becomes vacant again. Flair becomes champion. Flair loses to Savage. Savage to Flair. Flair to Hart. Hart to Yoko. Yoko to Hogan. Hogan to Yoko. Yoko to Hart. Hart loses it to... This is uh, no, no, hold on. That's WrestleMania 10. WrestleMania 11, Sid got it. And then Michaels. No. No, 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 no. Hart lost to Backlund. Backlund lost to Diesel. Bob Diesel lost. An aging Bob Backlund. Yeah. Diesel. Was that 93, 92, 93? Yeah. So after Backlund beat Hogan. No. Backlund beat Hart in like a submission match because Owen Hart threw the towel in. It was like this big thing. And then, so Backlund has it. He loses the Diesel. Diesel loses it. He beat, hold on. He beat Michaels at WrestleMania 11. So WrestleMania 12. I don't think you can do it. Fuck. Sid, 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 (laughs) that's how far I can go. We'll check back in with him next Yeah. <laughs> now, sorry for wasting your time for a minute and a half. But Good luck doing it through the attitude area. Oh, my if God. If you can, I'll give you 100 bucks. No way. Right. You can I only Michaels, get up to Michaels. <laughs> Michaels lost to Austin. Yeah, and that's where it that's, gets That's wonky. where it gets very cloudy. But so That was a good go. Okay, that was a good go. I, I'm pretty happy with that go. Um, I can do tag teams, too, back in the day, kind of, but... Uh. I mean that's that's just because that's that's what I watched when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to I used to go rent videos and renting videos was the cool thing. Yeah. And I used to rent WrestleMania three and watch it fourteen times. I knew the same fourteen outcomes and you know it was the same stuff. But 
Um, like uh, Biggie said, I let my tape rock till my tape pop. That's it. I thought you meant Big E, and that was just another no, New Day oh, rant. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't want back, to send you off on another Back to the New day. day rant, no. But, um... Well... You know, that was the shitty week that was. <laughs> that, was the, that was the shitty week that was of, of WWE. Obviously, we had all this banter. Yeah, we had... This, this, is, this is a great banter episode. Uh, but... Uh, so basically this week that just happened it was very bad WWE programming and you got our take on some some other hot topics out there and some some personal topics so we, we really appreciate you listening to this to this week's episode of Sunset Flip Radio as always check us out on Apple Podcasts and Podbean the episode will be posted very quickly and we will send messages and notifications about that uh, next week's episode hopefully it's on Dumpster Fire again yeah and uh happy memorial day it's yeah. memorial day weekend and Thanks catch to all us the vets out there thank you to all the vets um check us back next week next sunday drop a new episode as always uh take care guys later